it's, it's like that's all you do. Your opponent, like your opponent, whatever they want. You just sit there, like looking like a retard. Like, okay, play my dung rule, builder. I mean, <laughs> see first learn twin. Oh, oh, I guess I'm dead. Welcome to the A-Team Podcast, brought to you by ManorDeprived.com and 60cards.com. Check us out. In 2010, a crack magic playing unit was sent to prison by the DCI court for mise they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a federal palm-in-the-ass prison to the Canadian underground. Today, still wanted by Wizards of the Coast, they survive as podcasters of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them... Maybe you can listen to the A Team. KYT. Everybody was metagaming against each other because we saw each other's decks. Jay Bush. I'm not gonna ask a homeless guy for a deck idea, okay? I'm gonna give that guy some change and you know probably half my sandwich. Smitty. Just completely edit out Jay Bush like that of the whole thing. Scotty. But what is it with people that live in French countries that like blue-white control? Are you guys just like, you have that big of a chip on your shoulder? Like, what is it? And now, the AT. Welcome to episode 40-fucking-8 of the A-Team. This is Smitty here with uh, my homeboy, KYT, <laughs> Mr. Scotty Mack. Jay Bush is uh, apparently missing, but we have an extremely special guest who just took down U.S. Nationals, Mr. Ali Entrazi. How's it going, man? What's up? What's up, guys? Welcome, welcome. It's so surreal sitting here going, wow. We're the U.S. national champion on our podcast right now. It's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, is it is it is it getting is it like sunk in for you yet? Um, yeah, mostly. Uh, when I was driving home. I was like, dude, I just won U.S. Nets. <laughs> That's <laughs> that awesome. Cool. On a scale of one to ten, I mean, what was it as far as U.S. Nets? Because I know a lot of people hold like pro tours and stuff in higher regards, but I mean, I think some still hold U.S. Nationals as. Uh, you know, very high-level tournament and one that you should be very proud of winning. Oh, yeah, obviously. Like, it was a 7 for me. Like, it was still pretty high, but, like, I still view, like, Pro Tour Worlds higher, but yeah, it was still very, very, very awesome. Like, actually, this is uh, pretty girly, but uh, after I won, I was uh, riding, ho- riding home, and, uh, like, I'm getting, like, all these, like, texts and fucking Facebook messages like, oh, grads, you know, we're proud of you, blah, blah, blah. And actually, for some reason, I started tearing up. It's like, I'm tearing up here. Like, I was, I was, I was really happy, though. Like, so. Yeah, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. I don't blame you. It's a big deal. Man. It's yeah, it was easy. for me. I enjoyed yeah. it. Absolutely amazing. So, um, so have, you, uh, have you ever listened to our podcast? Uh, yes. I've listened to a couple of them. I also listened to that one, the... Uh, the controversy with Pat Chapin, I think it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh boy. So that <laughs> also listened to the one where uh, you guys, I think, like blamed somebody over for Cruz or something like that, or something happened. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's why Chapin was on. I, yeah. I'm surprised you came on after that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, whatever. I mean, it's whatever. Yeah. No, that one was uh, definitely one of our more controversial episodes. <laughs> yeah, I had listened to it. I was like, what? What's going on here? So I'd find out. Yes. <laughs> Basically, what we want to we we try to start the show with our new guests that have never been here before, with uh, just a couple simple questions like, um, how did you first get into magic? Um, 
I was one of those guys, one of those kids that played in like you know high school, the one the nerdy guys that never got laid, that uh, go to the <laughs> library and get you know you play, people look at you like oh look at those sweethearts, but uh, that was me. <laughs> so I'd play, I'd play casually, and then eventually I went to F and M, and people were like your decks suck. Play uh, here, play a real deck. And my first real deck was uh, Madness, and after that uh, I started uh, getting more competitive. Like it's been recent though, like the past like four years, four or five years is when I really started traveling though. Mm-hmm. So, so where exactly? So, where do you reside right now? Then, right now, I'm, I'm in uh, Matthews, uh, North Carolina. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, so you've uh, you've really taken to the uh, Star City game circuit. Uh, you know, we basically as soon as it started, uh, you know, you were very quickly a, a standout on the deck techs. You know, you've got a reputation, I'm sure, as you're aware, of being a rogue deck builder. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we've seen you kind of up and coming, and and you've you've won nationals. So, I I guess before we get into let let's just start with that. Like, it's absolutely the most important thing that you've done in the Magic community to date. I think is a fair assessment. So oh yeah, let's, for sure. So let's talk about it. So, Nats, what prep did you do? Like, talk to us about the whole thing from beginning to end. Like, like you get there, and then what? Like, I got there, and uh, I had Arctic on me, obviously. With uh, I was yes. playing, like, playing Forge Master, like, New Greaves, like, forging up, like, a Mind Slayer, Bites to Colossus. I had, like, you know, Metamorphs. I had, it was, had Birthing Pod in it, too. Like, I was just trying everything. And I was testing against uh, John Winners and uh, Brad Shepard. Like, Winners had this blue-black deck that he said crushed Cobblade, and I was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> You're lying to me. You're probably playing against bad people. So I picked up Cobblade. <laughs> And I uh, played against him, and we played, like, six games, and I won one. And the rest weren't even close. It's like, wow, this guy's uh, actually telling the truth. So uh, we played some more with uh, Architect, tested against uh, Cobblade and Blue Black and other decks. And, I mean, like, it wasn't that good still, sadly. So I decided to play uh, Blue Black, switch some cards out, and um, that was the deck I decided to end up, end up playing. Just because, like, I had a really good game against, like, Cobblade, and, like, the other matches weren't even that bad. Like... Your worst matchup was maybe probably the Birthing Pod decks because if the pod resolves, like, it's hard for you to deal with. But otherwise, everything else was, like, 50-50 at least. Okay, so that's the constructed version. So that's how you got into the deck. You went 6-0-2. Uh, two draws were against what? During, the, uh, during your standard run there? Oh, or were those was, intentionals at the end? Yeah, they were intentionals to get on top eight. Perfect. Okay, so your, what sort of prep did you do with the limited run then? I mean, like, how many drafts do you think you got in? Like... I got in one draft before the tournament. It was at that. It was that night. Like, this sounds pretty like scrubby, but like I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> the draft portion, like <laughs> my first, my first draft, I was like, like obviously blue white skies is a good deck, you know, like you have flyers. Yeah. So that's what that's what I pretty much forced. I was like, okay, I'm gonna draft this deck and uh, hopefully I get there. I went two one. The next draft I was like, please Lord, give me something, anything. I open it's like an overrun. I'm like, all right, this is pretty easy. So take overrun and just go green white uh overrun deck so pretty basic decks like nothing no super no super cool strategy just you know just old uh corset uh drafts yeah so i love it i always just draft flyers (laughs) did you uh did you get a lot of uh like a lot of experience in with previous corset drafts like did you do a lot of m11 like or did that kind of carry you through or is it just yeah i've done i've done 11 like uh locally and uh online so, like, I knew 
some of the archetype, but like I had no idea how the bloodthirst like bloodthirst deck worked. Like everyone mm-hmm. said, it was the best deck and it was overdrafted. And I always I knew white was good, like because uh, apparently it had the, the deepest commons, like the best removal, and you always want you always want like white anything was pretty good. So I tried to draft white pretty hard because you could wheel like a lot of a lot of things with white. Yeah, and they keep coming back. Yeah, you had like the the tapper, you had pacifism, you have like oblivion ring, you have just like a lot of really good commons in white too. Sick. So, okay, so you're you're coming into to top eight. You 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 make your two last draws to get in, and you're looking at the top eight, and it's like Owen, LSV, Ochoa, yourself, a bunch of people that most of the public don't really know about. <laughs> yeah. But like, but like, how is it being in that class of people? Like posing for that picture. What's going oh, through was, your mind? Yeah, I was ecstatic. Like <clears throat> that guy ended up. Uh, this picture of the top eight. I was just so happy. I just picked up this kid. I was like, "All right, picking you up." So the picture looks cool. So like, <laughs> I'm pulling this guy up just for randomly. But uh, no, like I was happy, like because I knew they're all playing Callblade except one is playing Ascension. I was like, "Whatever." As long I'm sure the Callblade players will beat him, and I can beat Caw. But sadly, I was paired against him first, and that was a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, we were really pulling for you, uh, Megan MTGMom dot com. Of course, Megan Holland does a really good job on Twitter, of, like giving us the play by play. Yeah. Yeah, and and Willie G as well was there. He was at Gen Con, uh, and yeah. he was he was doing a pretty good job. So we were all following along by Twitter, and we see how far behind you're following, and I'm just like, yeah. no, don't, yeah, don't I thought let I was it dead. go. Yeah, because I, I, I tested that matchup uh, night before, like I said, and like this, like my friends uh, Jonathan Suarez and helped me test with it, and uh, and Travis, but uh, like I could not win game one for the life of me. Like I had so many dead cards, like Doomblade, Go for the Throat, Black Sun Zenith, Consume the yeah. Meek despise like i was dead game one so i had to go for uh games two and three like cyborg right for it yeah okay so i'm actually gonna pull up your your list here in a moment but um so you get through like what what flipped for you like in that moment you're down those games like your back's against the wall what flips inside your head like i have to win these next three like i just started focusing and not be, not not be stupid like don't make mistakes like he ended up making a mistake where he missed a sentence trigger i got i knew how the deck worked, like how it worked like i had to just just disrupt his hand and keep uh keep off ascension and that's pretty much what i did like i regret not having more more sides but i mean i tried to calm down and just played uh played smart did he end up punting one of the games i didn't watch that I, he punted that he punted that trigger he pardoned that trigger, okay. but, he, but uh, he eventually uh, got sent all on anyways and killed me. Okay. Gotcha. So, uh, like, w- now you're going to Nats? I mean, have you guys had, you know, sort of any discussions? I mean, is there plans in terms of what are we going to do together? I mean... You mean Worlds? What you mean? That's, that's what I mean, yeah. Like, that, that's yeah. next step. So what's yeah, the yeah. plan for strategy for that? We haven't ta- I haven't talked with other team members yet. Like, we've, uh, like, we've all been added as friends, but we haven't, like, discussed yet. Anything. Gotcha. Okay. So you had a friend of yours convince you to play blue black. Mm-hmm. I, I I mentioned earlier you've been you know, you've got this penchant for rogue deck building. And it just seems like you know, you're always playing something different because, you know, you've been quoted in one of your articles saying, I, I want to play the fun deck, you know, and I think that's amazing. And I think that that's part of what endears you to your public, I think, is is your you know your desire to still have fun with the game while still striving to do well. And, you know, you're a shining example to many out there as a result of it. 
Um, I don't know whether you're aware of that or not, but you are now. <laughs> uh, well, I appreciate that. We first started to see you, like when you first picked up just before just before Bannigs, you picked up uh, Twin Blade. Yeah, I had given up. Like, I tried so hard to beat the deck. Like, I tried all sorts of decks. And my friends were like, stop being stupid, play the best deck. And I still fought them. I was like, no, no, this, this deck isn't fun. And eventually, like, I just gave in, man. Like, the deck was so retardedly powerful. Like, it wasn't even fair. I was like, whatever. I'll play this deck. And I played it and, uh, you know, ended up taking it down. But, like, but after I won, though, like, the feeling, like, obviously the feeling of winning was cool, awesome and good. But, like, I still didn't feel, like, that good. I was like, I felt dirty. You know what I mean? It's like I just won with, like, this this deck. I hate the deck, but whatever. <laughs> so, okay. You gave in. You won the results. But still, you know, so what's the message? Like, it, you, if you did it, if you had to do it again, would you play the same deck? Because it's because it's just so good, or? Yeah, like, there's a point where, like, you can't, like, you can't deny it. Like, I tried so hard. Like, I banged my head against the wall. Like, I kept, uh, took hours playing you know, against, like, Green Architect or Blue Green, Contr- Blue Green Turbo Land. Like, I threw everything at it and just kept getting crushed. And after, like, after a while, like, you just give up. Like, you're like, this is this is stupid, you know? Like, you, you just give up and you give in. And you just pick up the best deck. When everyone's yelling at you, like, stop being stupid, play the best deck, you know? You, you, go, you go for it. Hmm. That's what I did. So, why is it, in your opinion, do you feel that your rogue decks succeed where everyone else's rogue builds fall flat on their face. Hey, hey. Watch yourself. <laughs> not everyone. I'll say everyone's. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure why. Like, I guess pick powerful cards. I don't know. Like, also, usually, like, Rodex I play are, like, totally off the wall, so people don't know what I'm doing. Like, Architect is, a, like, totally new idea. You know what I mean? Instead of, like, someone playing Mono Black Control, like, they know, they know what you're doing, you know? While if you're playing, like, a totally new rogue deck, no one knows what you're doing. They'll sideboard wrong and everything. I'm not sure. Yeah. Honestly. Well, you broke the uh, Grand Architect deck, that's for sure. Yeah, it was it was positioned well too, like for that tournament. Like, yeah, I, you know, I told magnets before they were big. I had ratchet bombs too, so that's that was the thing. That was the biggest thing. Yeah. Like no one was playing magnet for the cowboy cowboy matchup, and magnet came out, and it's like, oh, well, guess what? Your your sword guy just sucks, and I can yeah. recharge it. So. <laughs> It's really but, good. It was really yeah. good, rather. Yeah. yeah, once yeah, once spell sky came out, it's like, oh, Tom Magnus sucks now. They just pay two life for one blue. It does nothing. Sweet. <laughs> so. Yeah. so, did you see anything exciting then? I guess like as you're playing through your through the Nats, like was there any yeah. other decks that that stood out to you as really? Yeah, neat? there was one. Kyle Santos was playing a, I believe a rug mill deck with like key drawn crabs and uh, archive traps and visions from beyond or of beyond, whatever it's called. But he was like he was milling people out. I, I believe he was four zero in the center portion mm-hmm. um, with with this deck. I'm not sure what the list exactly was, but I'm, I think I had Jace memory add, add up too. It looks pretty sweet, but I didn't get to see uh, the list or anything. Yeah, Mill's pretty well positioned right now. <laughs> That's what I've been playing—a Cobblade version. Cobblade Mill. Yeah, it's Millblade. It's on my site if you wanted to see it. <laughs> I'm gonna times. I'm gonna link you to it right now. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah but uh, I was talking to Kyle Sanchez about his list actually, and then someone else who was rocking it, and his list is super aggressive for sure. Like it just mills out like really really fast. Although I think that one's soft to aggro. Yeah, Smitty is our our resident deck builder. If you haven't heard of SixtyCards.com by now, um, yeah, he's does a really good job of of brewing like a fiend and i think that i just try to self-promote to all our guests 
Alright, I'm looking at I'm looking the stick right now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but basically I, I mean this is this is what I'm saying. So, you know, your your deck building style, right, is is just so unique. Like after you take a look at, at Smitty's deck and criticize him or or give him some feedback in terms of what you would do differently, which he would totally appreciate. Um it'd be awesome if you could talk to us a little bit about how you come up or how you take an initial idea and bring it to your final 75. That'd be awesome. Well, I start out with the, like, obviously when you see decks that, uh, like my rogue decks are usually aren't like, usually they're like, I think they're fun because like I started with a card that I really like personally and try to build around it. Like, let's say like it was time warp and I build around that or like good architect build around that or mind slaver. Just anything that I enjoy personally, I'll try to build around, and that's eventually uh, how I'll come come up with the deck. But um, so like you'll never see me playing like a cool rogue aggro, like a rogue aggro deck. It'll be some kind of stupid combo or some kind of control deck. I can't stand fucking aggro decks. They're so fucking stupid. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah, I I have an aversion to turning many dudes sideways myself. Uh, a lot of oh god, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like I'll turn one guy sideways if it's Emrakul or a Progenitor. There we go. Attack you. That's it. Like two uh, at a time, maybe. If yeah. More than that. Fuck it. Yeah. No, but I'm not playing it. Grave Titan, sure. Let's <laughs> attack. Something huge and nasty, but small, small door, small dorks. No, I don't like it. I don't nice. know why. Which explains your general aversion to Cobblade. Yeah. Like it. Like to me, like I'm playing a goddamn one-one fire. Like. What is this? I don't like it. <laughs> it's a tempo deck, and I hate tempo, but it's obviously good. But I don't know. I don't like it. Nice. Not my style. That's fair. So what? Uh, so any particular cards that you really like then out of your? Uh... Oh, looks like Jay's going to join us here. Um, are there, were there any cards in particular that you really liked in your blue black list, or or any you know standouts that you know either you really liked or that you really hated? Oh my God, Karn! That guy is insane. Love that card. Karn, Leon of S, all those cards, like... Oh, and Consecrated Sphinx, like, a hard, that card, like, won me so many games just on its own. Like, unanswered, it's just a super bomb. Um, I also like the board, like, like my Praetor's Grasp, even though it wasn't that amazing. It's still pretty cool. Like, just being able to steal something. Yeah. Um, any loose cards? Anything you'd replace? Like, is, yeah. there, is there a card you didn't even use? Like, like the, that sort of thing. The whole day, I hated Dismember in the main deck. Dismember was so bad. Like, I'm playing Black. Really? Yeah, it's like, why, why am I playing this card? Like, I have Gilfred Throw and Doomblade, and I have Dismember, and it's like, I don't want this card. I wish it was Into the Royal, honestly. Like, I would cut that and play Into the Royal instead, if I could uh, play it again. Yeah, Is it card. bad just because against any aggro deck, or it's just bad in general? Well, it's because, like, you never want to pay more than uh, one mana for it. Right. If, if you pay two, you're, you're playing Doomblade already, you know? Then yeah. if, you, if you play if you play the full value, it's like it's just horrible. But sometimes you have to against the aggro decks. Like you don't want to kill something and lose four life. You're playing black, you know. So anyway, mm-hmm. I like it. If I could go back. I'd definitely cut that card. Mm-hmm. So Karn was your your all time house. Oh yeah, Karn consecrates Sphinx for sure. Yeah, like Karn like kill stuff that you couldn't kill before. He was definitely a MVP. Nice. Uh, your Black Suns consumed the meek with the Black Suns in the sideboard was good. Like, did you see Tempered Steel at all throughout the day? No, no, I didn't. Like, no. But Consume the Meek is very good against them. Like, if if I played just just Cobblade, I would have two Black Suns because obviously Black Sun is better against them because all their guys are like one ones. 
They're really small. But Consume yeah. was was a Consume allowed you to kill man lands like Ink Moth Nexus, uh, and stuff like and like things like that. But yeah. uh, otherwise, I'd play Black Sun. Like if I played if I played the Cobblade and like no Tempered Steel, definitely be two Black Sun main deck. That card is just better. Yeah, and I mean Consume gives you at least an out if you get stone drawn by uh, Twin Two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely the two Black Sun and the one Consume. Yeah. Nice. But Splinter Twin isn't that bad either. Like, you have so many answers. You have, like, removal further. Like, you have Doom Blade, then go for a throw for the Deceiver. You have Hand Disruption. Like, I think if they saw me play Tar Pit turn one, they'd just, like, cry instead. Like, it's an amazing matchup for you. You just destroy everything, anything to do. Like, their, their best hope is to resolve two, the, the Blue Shrine, Piercing Vision or whatever. Yeah. They have to have two of those so they can protect their hand. Otherwise, you just destroy it. Wow. So there were no other major blue-black decks um, that we saw within sort of top eight. Um, and I don't think, I, I, I don't recall reading about too many of them. Um, was there anything special about, you know, yours that you felt stood out? Or were, is it your, was it just your day? Um, I don't know. Like, I know Kalkano was playing a, a very similar to mine, and so was John Winters. Um, I think they maybe fell in the draft portion. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure, but... Uh... Like, our lists are pretty pretty similar. Like, I'm trying to think of what we had different. can't even remember, honestly. Yeah. I know two Sphinx is definitely the right call. Like, I, I may even go up to three. Like, that card just wins the game. So, did you find that it was, like, I mean, was it more often than not you wanted it over Grave Titan? Um, yes. Honestly. Like, but then again, like, I played against very few aggro decks. Like, I didn't play against Temper Steel, like I said. Um... Most decks, most decks I played against was like Aggro or Valakut. Like, I guess most of the decks you want uh, the Sphinx. Against Valakut, you probably want Grave Titan just to you know push the clock faster. But Sphinx, like, Sphinx is obviously better than the Kobe matchup. Like, it blocks everything, even even with Sword, it blocks. While Grave Titan, like, can, can get chump blocked by Sword because he's black, obviously. But Sphinx was definitely better than Grave Titan that day. I could see yeah. going like three Sphinx, one Grave Titan, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so a lot of people are bagging on Solemn. And they seem to be thinking that, like, the blue-black decks are really, you know, the only real home for, you know, Solemn Simulacrum. Like, that card for you was amazing all day, or it's kind of just there? I wouldn't say amazing. It was definitely mediocre. But, like, I bag on Solemn when we first came out, too. I was like, this card sucks in this meta. Like, I don't want it against Red Deck Wins. I don't want it versus Splinter Twin. I don't want it versus Valakut. I don't want it versus, like, Tempered Steel. Like, I thought it was too slow, you know? But in this deck, like, you're slowing everybody down. Like you're killing everything and destroying their hand, and, and Solemn actually fits in here. He's definitely he's definitely like not amazing, but he's definitely a. Uh, it, it definitely carries his weight. Like he allows you to ramp. Like if people cut cut him, then uh, they'll struggle against the mirror match if the if the mirror has him, you know, because they're ramping and they get a body, and they'll be able to cast their, like their spells for you. So. Yeah, which is I always relevant. Yeah, I won't I won't cut him, especially since like the blue black matchup. Uh, well, the blue black deck will pop up more now. Yes. Yeah. it took. I took it down. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> so, um, something that uh, is Jay's favorite topic. And uh, Jay, say hi. Hello! There he is. He's here. Jay's favorite... <laughs> so, Jay's favorite topic are scumbag stories. So, you've been uh, spending a good amount of time grinding the circuit. Obviously, you had uh, some huge tournaments under your belt here. Tell us about a time when you were scumbagged by someone at an event or a PTQ. The one thing that stands in my mind, uh, this is 
couple years back, I was playing a. You guys, you remember when like black white tokens and like green white tokens were the big decks? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah I was playing a uh, sandy grinding. <laughs> And uh, this is like close for top eight. It was PTQ. Playing against this guy, and you know, it's game three, and I was off sand and grinding for like 20 or something, something huge. Like, he's going to kill him. And he stops, and he thinks, like, what's he thinking about? You know, like, this spell's resolved. He can see, he's like, can I see your graveyard? I'm like, sure. So I was looking through my deck, like, top cards of my, like, my sleeves. Call the judge over, and he's like, can you take him from my sleeves? I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because you're dead. <laughs> you want to try to get a, you want to sneak in game in or win in? Like, that's, like, the one that stands out in my mind. That was really fucking annoying. God. Jesus. Yeah, it's like, you're gonna try to get a game win when you're, like, you're dead. Nice. Okay. Anytime someone does <laughs> that, like... Bitch. Yeah, exactly. Like, good God. game. No, man. No, it wasn't a good game. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then, is that, like, is that what you... Did you just fucking beat him, or what happened there? Like, yeah, yeah. Please, like, please tell me that you were just like, fuck you. <laughs> no, I, like, no, I, I wish. I'm pretty nice though. I was like, whatever. I, I didn't shake his hand. I just signed the slip, took it, and left. But uh, that was pretty uh, scumbaggy. Oh so, did, so you did win the match. Like your sleeves clear. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah they, were, they were fine. Like the guy was just like, I'm losing to this bad deck. I don't want to lose to him. Obviously, that's probably what he was thinking. This is back when like I had no name, you know. But I was still playing bad decks, so. <laughs> Or rogue decks, I guess. Rogue slash bad slash fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how many bad decks? So we'll 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 take it from there. How many bad decks do you come up with, honestly, before you come up with a good one? Infinite. Like so many are bad. Like even the decks I think are good are still, <laughs> honestly, are still not that good. You know what I mean? Like it's just good enough to uh, beat people because no one no one, no one knows what the fuck's going on. But, like being architect. <laughs> like what? Okay. Uh, untap. My slave are you? Oh shit! Like, <laughs> no one knows. No one knows what you're doing, you know? Or like, you fucking cast. Like, I was casting blister clauses. I wasn't like trapping. I was like blister clauses. Oh, sweet, I lose. Like, cause no like, heart casting. Yeah. Yeah, like just casting the bitch. Like. <laughs> oh my so god, awesome. that's fucking awesome. So so okay. So like, do you have a, do you have like a book? You're writing these things down all the time, like um. I'll sketch ideas or cards I like, but like, no, not really a book. Uh, and sometimes, like, I'll test against friends, and they'll get like, like, you know, this is stupid. I don't want to play against you. And it's hard to test against people because, like, when you go testing, they're testing against, uh, like, your testing is good because you're seeing like how your deck works, but theirs isn't because they will ne- never face your deck. Mm. So some, sometimes people don't want to test against you because you're like, they're like, oh, this is not good for me. Like, I can, I can no benefit. Yeah. So. It's know. one thing. It's one thing to help you out, but at what point is it? You know, do I need to consider the self-serving aspect? Exactly, and I don't blame yeah. them. Like so. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that you got moto. Like, do you do you moto a lot or like where? I used to, like, because I had someone else's account, like along his account, and uh, he had like all the cards. So I'd build decks on there and you know play. And if if I lost tickets, I'll just buy them for him. But uh, he just said uh, you know, I want to keep my account later. So I was like, all right, whatever. And now I don't play as often. Because um, I don't want to go and buy the cards, so I just test uh locally with friends, friends and stuff. Have you tried any of the uh, free options out there, like uh, Workstation and Cockatrice? Um, no. Like I tried Workstation, but uh, the only time I'll ever play that again is with like actual, actual friends or real people. Yeah. Otherwise, you play against like bad decks like yourself, <laughs> like just people like testing, 
Like, no one wants to go on there to play the best deck usually. It's always, like, some random crap, or they see you, they see you play, like, a, I don't know, what's a random card, like, Origins like, turn one duress, and they're like, concede, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. Are they, are you and you're like, what? Alright. <laughs> or you go chalice, like, okay, this is not a deck, did it concede? Like, alright, well, this is this, this setting sucks. And also, like, they're pretty bad, too, so. Workstation's the worst because of rules lawyering I've found. Like, people just yeah. don't know what the fuck they're doing. And you know yeah. what? Like, we've talked about this before, but like, <laughs> whenever has there ever been a like a more universal fuck you to this product? Like, like to any product, every single user that uses it hates it. Everybody <laughs> hates it. I've never, I've, like, I've never had anyone be like, "Hey, man, what are you doing? Nothing. You want to test with me on Workstation?" Like that's never actually happened. I think that like, like I think it's like Magic Workstation is like when you like Britney Spears music. You just what don't, the- dude, listen, you just play. You don't tell anyone, and the people that like it, they know already somehow that that you like it, and then like maybe you find each other that way. But otherwise, like you just no, you just you just don't tell anyone. It's like a dirty secret. It's like a moped. It's like riding a moped. You know, it's cool to ride until your friends catch you on it. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like fun until they find out you're gay. <laughs> sure, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, it's funny though because PV swears by testing on workstation. Well, he is the fairy king. He did say that on our podcast. He did. <laughs> I think Jesse said that, or KYT said that. I actually, I think it was KYT. Yeah, he's me. like, well, you're the fairy king, aren't you? Pause. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, workstation is shit. Yeah. (laughs) Let's get let's get like anonymous and lulsec to fucking take down workstation. (laughs) (laughs) Leave PlayStation alone. Yeah, that's what I'd like to see. Nice. So uh, what? Go ahead. No, I'll say. Have you guys tried Cognitrace? Like, is that same thing as workstation? I like yeah. it better. A I lot like it better. much better too. It's so much easier to install. You can conceivably run it off of like a like a a memory key. So I mean, if you're taking it, like you could conceivably take it to work, store all your decks, you know, on the server or whatever. It's easy, and you can just go to your office, plug in a friggin' stick, and you don't have to worry about it being on your computer, sort of thing. So it's really lightweight, and uh, it's still free, and it's really, really easy to install. So, I mean, it gets all the pictures for you and everything, like none of that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot nicer. And plus, and you the, can play the people on there seem to know what they're doing. More so than when the workstation. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And they all seem nice, too. Like, I've, I've, I've had issues where, like, I don't know what I'm doing, and, uh, like, in terms of turn... Uh, like how to advance the turn because on there like like the issue is that like because I've been playing Moto for so long and because Magic in person is so easy to just be like draw play land go, uh, but like on Workstation and Cockatrice like you have to manually do all that and so uh, it's either all done with mouse clicks on the phases on the left hand side or like with like control whatever and so some of those hotkeys when you're new are like hard to figure out like rolling a dice is Control I which isn't intuitive roll a dice. To me. Yeah. But like but everybody on there is really nice and they're like you're like you drew fifty eight cards by accident and like oh fuck what do I do? And like <laughs> you just put them all back and press control uh, alt P Q R the number seven and then it'll just shuffle everything for you. <laughs> and you're like, Okay, thanks. <laughs> 
there's a lot of um, there's a lot of commander players on there too. Like like it, the one big draw to it is that all yeah. of the EDH players that are too broke to play on Moto, um, yeah. basically like. Cockatrice has got a really good multiplayer layout. Like, it's yeah. way better. You can play up to, like, six people or something stupid like that. Now it gets really difficult on the <laughs> screen. Yeah, yeah. It gets really difficult on the screen, right? Like, I mean, you're, you're plugging into your friggin', you know, 40-inch television just to, to get there. But, um, but, I mean, you can do it. So that's kind of drawn that culture of players to the application. Uh, so it's been pretty good. I love Commander. I find it so fun. Yeah? No, no. Yeah. So what have you got built? Scotty just got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I have a, a Grand Arbiter. Uh, Fuck, every noob on the planet has that deck. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Uh, Jora, it is. It's fucking annoying. Which one? Jora? Jora or, or Grand Arbiter? Both. Both. <laughs> oh my god! I just Joy, I spend, Joy Remorso for I sure. I just spend ten obliteration effects and then also fucking Blightsteel Colossus. Go. Yeah. And like, shit. what? <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Jay is fired up. And then like Grand fire. Arbiter, it's just like I play nothing. I don't actually play any cards except for all your shit is countered. And also, yeah. it costs you twelve mana to play that Wall of Blossoms. <laughs> Suck on that, green player. Yeah. <laughs> Keep people in check. Ugh. <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Jay. Yeah. I'm back. It's been two weeks. I'm back. He's all pent up. What do you play? Uh, I play... I have a Silvos, like, big, fat, green, mean, yeah. mean, rude commander deck. It's actually really devious. Like, everybody kind of hates me for it. And then I just... I'm right now... I'm working on my Riku of the... Um, I don't know. The, the two Asian guys. Asian deck, guys. which is like he he like forks all the spells and Rico of the two reflections. Jay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, forks thought... all the spells and copies all the guys. Yeah, yeah. He was good until I read him more, and he was like, "Only oh, your spells." Yeah, this guy sucks. Instead of Silvos, I'm sorry. Like, are I... you really playing eight drop? Like <laughs> eight five? He's it's six. a six. It's a six, it's a six drop. Whatever. It's still horrible. Like play like play Azusa. Play a real see, one. See, what you need to understand is that it actually is an Azusa deck. Yeah. It just it just that. Silvos gets gets him under the radar, you know. <laughs> yeah, and then everyone's like, "Oh my god, we should stop that guy!" And I'm like, "I just tooth and nail twice, and <laughs> and like go get all the Eldrazi and Blightsteel Colossus and kill everybody." Yeah, it's really almost equally obnoxious as like a mono blue artifact deck uh, in terms of how quickly it gets off. But uh, yeah, it's he's still got the big eight five trample general yeah. beater to get in your face too so it's kind of entertaining and like edh is supposed to be fun and it's not supposed to be fun for the douchebags it's supposed to be fun for the bad <laughs> green players that's we... what edh is all about <laughs> it's not supposed to be fun for you blue fuckers out there green <laughs> green mages get no love in standard so they got to get it somewhere no my the jory deck i have or jory whatever everyone the bitch is called you know my, <laughs> girlf- my girlfriend calls her the bitch whenever i play her but um she has like all the time warps all of them <laughs> Every single fuck? one. <laughs> oh my god! Stitch in time. Flip a coin. What a piece of shit you are! <laughs> oh, Let me tell you one. T- we're, we were playing. I was playing yesterday. You know, she was having fun. I fucking resolved my slaver. My slaver. So I took her turn, and I was like, you know, using the full effect, like you know, destroying her. You know, and she was like, afterwards, like I'm smiling. I look at her face. She's like distraught. I'm like, oh shit, I done goofed. <laughs> She's like. I feel violated. I've been raped. 
<laughs> I was like, yeah, all right. This card is coming out against you. I'm sorry. I felt so bad afterwards. She wanted to click. <laughs> like, seriously, like, what's worse than being my slaver? Like, I can think of one card. Like, that's the worst feeling in the world, right? Being my slaver? Besides, like, maybe getting plow undered like twice in a row. Oh, yeah. When, when I, I, when I know, plow man. under you with Riku, that's pretty, that's pretty raped, too. It sucks. Lots of people don't think that. I still think Bitter Ordeal is pretty savage, man. Like, if you, if you hit somebody with a Bitter Identity Crisis is up there, What's too. What's that, you know? dude? Bitter Ordeal? Yeah. Uh, it's, like, uh, one black and two. It's from Future Sight. And, basically, you go through somebody's deck and remove a card from the game. But it has Gravestorm. So, whenever a creature... You basically copy it for each creature that went to the graveyard this turn. Oh, wow. Yeah, so, you know, in the infinite recursion sack decks, and you just go bitter ordeal your entire deck, leave you with nothing but land, it's really funny. <laughs> you guys are assholes, that's what. <laughs> you guys are assholes! Oh but, my um, god. Yeah, I really like Identity Crisis is up there, too. In terms of just, like, fist. What's that, that? Isn't that one... That one seems... Like, everyone always complains about that, but it seems really mild to me. Isn't it just, like, remove your hand? From the game. And a graveyard, yeah. And graveyard, your yeah. That and just seems... graveyard from the game. Basically, it just means sit there and you know start to top deck. If that the challenge is, is that it's in a white black deck, so often somebody plays that on you after they wrath your board. <laughs> so you're just like, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that could be shitty, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, we're big. Jay and I are huge commander fans. Huge. I love it too, fans. man. Yeah, yeah, like one time I had a moment of vague with a uh, eternal witness and. uh <laughs> All the footsteps, you know what that does? Uh-huh. Yeah, with like, oh a, a, like a time warp, so it's like infinite turns, like, yeah, yeah, infinite turns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the best, it's the best yeah. feeling. Like, what's better than that? Like, what's better than that? Like, there's nothing better. Having friends. <laughs> ladies, ladies and gentlemen, Commander is a format where Ali can basically go... You know, all of these awesome and broken shenanigans that I want to try to pull off in Standard and Legacy every time, I'm going to be able to do it without getting killed on turn four in this format. So yes. bring it on, bitches. Yeah. Here I have yes. 40 fucking life. I'm not dying. <laughs> I'm casting these spells. This time stretch is going to be cast before I'm dead. It's happening. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Oh, God. Yeah, so that Momer Vig, that must have uh, been part of spawning your Walk the Aeons deck, which, by the way, I still think is one of the most amazing decks I've ever seen out of yeah, I'm still working on the deck. Like, I want to put Cobra in it, but I don't know. We'll see. It was so good. Like, it's fuck. So it fun. made me. It made me buy Horn of Creeds. Yeah, they went up a dollar or something. <laughs> yeah. So listen, um, what? Uh, I, I mean, realistically, we're at the point now where I mean, we can talk about the top eight results in Nats, um, and what do we think? You know, we're gonna see in terms of their impact on Standard in the next little bit. But I mean, that's basically gonna start to transition us into a regular cast stuff. So. Like KYT, Jay, Jesse, like what have you have you guys got anything else we wanna get to before that? Like not, we not we'd directly. rather not spoil this opportunity. Like Ali is wicked to be here. Let's milk him for more. <laughs> uh okay, how about this? I got a question and it might have already been asked because I was late. Um when like, okay, answer it anyway. Yeah. So you have you have all your shitty bad rogue decks that you play all the time, right? That you said. <laughs> hey, you can't and, say that. And I was only, just only I can say this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you have your that. your really cool <laughs> yes. outside the box rogue. You Jay hates rogue. Um, really interesting, special, uh, <laughs> amazing decks. So you have these, right? And then, so then, 
you when you're playing them, I, I imagine you have friends too. So when you're playing and building these decks, do you like <laughs> like bother the shit out of your friends with these yes. bad ideas before you play the good ones? No, like I'll, I'll play like anything. Like I'll like I'll play decks and I'll switch cards in and out. Like I'll have I'll, call, I'll have like five cards in my hand, and I'll be like, oh, this card sucks. Like they're casting a spell. This card sucks. Replace <laughs> it with a card. Like oh, this this one's good. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna play right now. They're like what the fuck? This isn't fair. I'm like, get it. <laughs> Counter your shit. Yeah. Um, and then, like, so, so, like, do they, are they bad? I mean, sorry, are they unique and fun and special as well? Or do they, like, they razz you about playing shitty decks? No, they do. They say, yeah, they fucking, like, bash on me all the time. It's like, and then, dude, that's how it time. is. Stop, stop playing that deck. You're wasting your time. Stop right. And then, do you deck. ever, like, do you ever listen to them? Like, I'm just trying to figure out what the process <sighs> is and why Jesse doesn't follow it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Most of the time, I try not to because, like, I mean, like, I play Magic for fun, man. I really do. Right. Like, like once once it becomes like like a job where I'm playing the best deck over and over again, like you, you get frustrated. Like, if you're playing the best deck and you keep losing. You're like, what am I doing wrong? This sucks. Right. Right. You start beating yourself up, and sometimes you just want to have fun, you know. And yeah, uh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's like it's like a nice, nice break. Except I'm always on a break, so. <laughs> yeah, like I just every time we have a guest on, that's that talks about the deck building process and stuff. I always am trying to figure out what the missing link that Jesse is, is <laughs> picking up on. Oh, whatever. You're such an ass, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually... The, the, the fact that you mentioned that, you know, you have fun with the decks, <clears throat> I, I didn't really think about it that way, but I'm pretty sure, like, I always build for a card I like because it's fun, and my decks yeah. end up being fun. Like, I've got hundreds and hundreds of decks in my phone, you know, that I build, and, like, two have become good, like, Twin Pod, and then this Millblade list, and it rarely happens, but I only build them for the fun, like, I want them to be competitive like you, but exactly. I want to be having fun while I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm because, the same boat. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not, like, out to make money in Magic. I want to win. I want to make the Pro Tour eventually and everything. But, you know, my job's going to make me way more than Magic ever will. So Yeah, it sucks that the price support in Magic isn't nearly as strong as I wish it was. But I agree. I think, it, I think they could push it a lot further, and that's another I, yeah. subject. But, I agree. Like, I know, I know they have more money to put into it. Obviously. Like, I, instead of more Grand Prix, they should, like, up the price support, you know? Like, next year, more Grand Prix. Okay. Yeah, like they like keep cool. Star City Games circuits. Like obviously that's third party deal. Cut Whatever. Grand Prix and just do like four Pro Tours and pay out like a quarter million to the winner or something. <laughs> it seems like it's something like that would be doable, and that would be like the the level of the tournaments and the amount of people watching them seem like they'd be so much more. Also, PTQs, man. Like whenever you go to a PTQ, it's like either you win and it's awesome, or you just like lose money. But at least a PTQ, you're not losing more than, like, well, I guess if you travel, you can lose a couple yeah. hundred bucks, but whatever. I, yeah, and that adds up for sure. Yeah, especially if you try to grind in. Yeah, but that's why we play Magic, because it's fun, at least hopefully most do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm competitive, too. Like, that's the reason I picked up, like, the Caw Twin deck. I ended up, you know, I started losing a lot, and I was like, you know, I'm, okay, I'm tired of this. I'm going to play the best deck and see how oh. I do. For sure. But so, now, like, how how often do you play those decks? Like, like, did we already ask you how often you play Magic? No. Good one. 
Yeah, so like so like you're you're a pro, I think. And uh, uh I, mean, I, have pro I don't know. If, I don't know if other <laughs> people think that, but I do. I have pro points. Yeah, like, 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 uh, here, here's a question. Um when is someone considered a pro? Like honestly, like when do you consider somebody a pro? Like what? Yeah. I don't know when like when they're an asshole. Oh, there we go. <laughs> and like think that they're awesome and write a book maybe? I don't know. Oh, oh god. Oh. Oh. Lots of pros do that. Lots wow! Of <laughs> oh, Jay. Jay. Well, I, well, lots Look. do. Lots don't, but lots do. I don't know. When you Wesco check someone, maybe you're a pro. I don't know. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. So when you're a douchebag, you're a pro. Is that how it works? Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think that's when you can consider yourself a pro. Oh, okay. But you have pro points, so I guess we can consider you a pro. I think, like... I don't know. I think people who continually do well on the Star City game circuits even consider a pro. Really? Yeah, I do. Because, I mean, granted, the fields are much softer, etc. But, man, the people who win week in, week out. I mean, Jerry's already a pro, whatever. But Edgar Flores and, you know, I mean, he he's definitely pro-level caliber. There's got to be a discussion to be had about the money that you're making it. Right? Like, when your magic winnings account for, you know, 30% or more of your gross annual income, and that gross annual income is over, like, $12,000 a year, then you should probably be considered a pro. Right? Like... Hmm. See that? Yeah. Like, my my original was, uh, like, if you're level 5, like, if you're level 5 constantly, then I think you're a pro. But but wait, but, but aren't those people called, like, level 5 pros? So then, like, isn't a level one pro? Not really. Like, level one is like one point. <laughs> you know, yeah, you well, know what? Those all those level one to four pro guys over there. You fucking you stay over there and you don't come sit at our tables. You're not real pros. You're, you weren't around for sanity grinding, okay? But you just get the, the fuck thing, out of here. Level fours. I mean, what are they eligible for? Like something like a full year everything. of tours. Everything. Yeah, they're cute for everything. Right. Like pro tour worlds. That's, That's probably like a, a safe bet to call a pro level four up. It's fair enough, I guess. So, uh, what level are you? Uh, three. <laughs> this year, I'm three. <laughs> so you're That's so okay. So, how much magic do you play, like say a week? Um, I don't know, two nights a week, maybe. I guess. Oh wow, not, not a lot. I mean, so if, if an event's coming up, like I'll test more, you know. But uh, right, otherwise, right. yeah, not much. Like, hmm. yeah. So then, how often are you, like, do you, like, are you mainly a casual player? Like, you just get together with friends and fuck around? Or are you, like, get, fucking around and testing at the same time because of your special deck? <laughs> well, no, sometimes, like I said, like, we'll just fuck around. But, like, some, like when a big tournament's coming, like, we'll sit down, we'll be serious and test, like, test for real. Like, I mean, recently, like, I've been playing real decks, I guess, or really strong decks because, um, you know, a lot of people don't take me seriously. They're like, oh, he's just a... Uh, you know, bad play or whatever. And like, actually, yeah. AJ, like I was sitting next to AJ, we were all talking, and he looked at me, he's like, Ollie, I don't think you you have a pro material, material, like you're not pro material. I'm like, all right, and like I want to prove him wrong, you know what I'm saying? So I started picking up uh, good decks, and, and now, like, now I'm like just doing well, so. And, like, you get paid more. Like, sadly, you don't get paid for making these cool decks. You get paid yeah. more for, for fucking, uh, right. yeah. Winning, so. yeah. But like, still, like, like I'll play good. Like, it's not like I hate the best deck. It's not the case. Like, if, if the best deck was like Tooth and Nail, I'd play the fuck out of it. If it was like <laughs> Turbo Land, I'd play it. If it was like uh, anything, like, like, like that, if it was bad, 
See, I had fun with Jund when it was a deck because I just yeah, fucking fuck loved Cascade. <laughs> I hate, like I said, like I hate attacking with creatures mid range. Like combo control, I'll yeah. do it. Otherwise, no. The Jund era was great because you had you almost had to tap creatures to win. It was fantastic. There's yeah. something there's something like resolving these ridiculously unfair spells in standard that always feels really good. So you know whether that's uh, you know, just time warp still is just really good. Taking extra turns Ancestral is awesome. Recall. Ancestral Recall, right? Like Cruel Ultimatum. Exactly, right? Like Tooth and Nail, Cruel Ultimatum. Like, these cards are awesome. Like, the feeling you get just by exactly. going, wow, this one spell has just turned you into my bitch is yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> or Escape Shift. Like, any, any of those <laughs> decks, any of those decks that win the game, like, just do that. Those are decks I like. Like, those are decks I enjoy. Nice. So what's next for you then in terms of like standard? Like, are you you going back to the opens for a bit? Uh, you know, gonna keep uh, sharpening the stone or sharpening the blade rather as it is getting ready for worlds? Like, what's next for you? Yeah, like I'm definitely probably gonna. I'm I'm contemplating going uh, this weekend to Richmond. I'm definitely gonna still grind the opens or uh, go to them. But I also want definitely want to do some uh, extended testing for, for the pro tour and for the worlds. I want to do extended and uh, standard. Get you know, see what's going on. Like, mm-hmm. like. I want to test for worlds. Like I want to, I, I want to bring back the trophy. You know, I want to win that. So, hopefully, our team will. Nice. So, what are you running at Richmond? Um, if I go, I'll probably still play blue black. Like that deck is just really good. And I, I feel like uh, I'll probably beat the other blue black players unless they're, you know, most players like you said, like it's pretty soft. So, and like what happens usually, people just net deck. You know, like they'll copy my list, and you know, I'll, I'll come over there with like a better board for the mirror match while they, yeah. they won't have a board, you know? So people need to learn, like you can copy a list and practice it, but you also need to, you know, like the best deck is like, okay, blue black just one. It's going to like, you know, be a little more popular. So you probably want more answers to it in the board, you know, or somewhere. So yeah, Jerry was on uh, taps last week and he had said actually that there's, he was surprised at the staggering lack of blue black that actually sits on the, the star city tour. Um, you know, claiming that uh, it's actually one of the, you know, decks that most of the Cobblade players are, are somewhat afraid of because of its excellent matchup, as you proved. Do you see that, you know, like, what, what sort of uh, what sort of things would you be looking... You know, I mean, if you're taking blue-black, I mean, you're basically going to be able to capitalize on that. What differences would you be looking for in terms of the metagame? Like, you said you didn't really run in any aggro. Like, was there a lot of allocate there, you know, at Gen Con? Like... Where is it now? Like, where is the deck now? Yeah, so what? It, how would you change it towards for your Star City? Like, give us some examples. Like, this probably isn't going to go up until Monday, which is going to be after the weekend anyway. Oh, that's fine. Like, um, like you know, for that tournament, I ran three, three Doom Blades, one go for a throat. Like, for, for FNM or something, like, if you expect, like, vampires, you obviously probably want, like, a, you want a 2-2, two, two, like, two go for throat for two Doom Blades, or three go for throat, one Doom Blade, but, like, vampires, I expect it was a bad deck, and, you know, it, it, you know, like, for that metagame, there wasn't any vampires. Like, very little. So, like, just things like that. Also, like, if I'm playing Cobblade, I would definitely prepare for blue-black. Like, I'll play uh, some anti-blue-black cards, like, let's say, Leyline Sanctity, or, I don't know, Luminarch Ascension, um, or Mental Missteps. Just something that gives you a better edge, you know? Because blue-black cannot afford to attack you with tarpets over and over again to yeah. keep you off uh, Luminarch Ascension, or something yeah. like that. And, and, I mean, similarly, you're probably going to be in a similar, like, Temperate Steel situation, too, right? Like, I mean, there's going to be more of that if you're looking at F&M or Game Day or something like that. Yeah, exactly. 
So, like, maybe, like, consume the meek. Like, it just depends on what you expect, you know? Like, and most of the time, when you play against an aggro player, like, I'll always, like, devalue them. Like, I know this this is kind of a dick move, but... It's totally against... elitist, and I can't <laughs> wait to hear the rest of the statement. <laughs> if I see someone playing red, I just, like, laugh. I'm like, sweet, whatever. Red sucks. Like, either you have a goblin guide, or you lose. That's it. Like, you have turn one goblin guide, or you're dead. The, the deck's just bad. Like, why would you play something like that? It's fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you mean you all you had was goblin? Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. You can count to twenty with your lightning bolts. All right. Good. <laughs> yeah, like I'll I'll play mono red if I can play like eight goblin guides in my deck. I'll play it. Eight <laughs> goblin guides and I'll, I'll, I'm good to go. Nice. Otherwise, no. All right, Ali. I'm just looking at your list here, and uh, I have no fucking Ollie. idea what you're right doing. Ali. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ollie. It's okay. It's my <laughs> own. Um, I yeah, I just have no fucking idea what you're doing. Here. What is going on here? Why are there like ten cards that are one ofs? Because and... you go through your whole deck. I mean, like if you think about it, it's not like that many. Like okay, like go for like there's one go for a throw, right? Which is like kind of like the fifth Doom Blade or fifth whatever. Fourth. There's no because you there's... have three Doom Blades. There's also one go, just and one go for a throw. The main deck. All right, sorry. It's the six, the six bar removal. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just like more cards are different, I guess. Like instead of two member sides, one member side, one surgical extraction. Um, instead of two warm coils, it's one warm coil, one peace strider. It's like they're kind of the same cards, but uh, just different. Like accomplish different, different things. Also, like um, peace strider. I mean, it's probably a joke. Uh, I never cast them, but uh. <laughs> I was gonna say like because that card seems really terrible. Well, it's, uh, like I thought it was better than Nighthawk. Like you cast Nighthawk and they just bolt it. Like at least Beast Rider, or you cast Worm Clinch and they steal it and kill you. At least this guy, like you cast him against your life and they they bolt him, right? So like you gain three, they discard a card. It's not bad, I guess, but it's kind of like Austin Bailoff, but bad. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, so I know, like, how have the Despises been as well? Um, I want to Despise main deck instead of uh, Duress, because the worst thing a, a, a Cowboy player can do against you is go turn two Hawk. And, yeah. you, like, all your discard effects, you want you want to hit a Hawk. Like, Despise hits Hawk, Duress doesn't. And that right, was right, main. right. Okay. And then, uh, again, like, with all the one-ofs, like, do you, f- like, are you finding that you're bringing kind of a lot in for a lot out. Like, how is your sideboarding in terms of... Uh... It's very little, actually. Like, you bring, like, two three cards against, two or three cards against matchups. That's it. Right. Like, your deck is just answer... It's an answer deck, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you just want to answer everything they do. See, like, so, for example, like, in your main deck, you have one Black Sun Zenith and one Consume the Meek. But isn't two Black Sun Zeniths just better than Consume the Meek? Besides being instant, like, just because they can hit so much other stuff? Or is it, it being right. an instant... Like a well, huge deal. No, it's the it's the part where like you know blue black has uh, trouble with manland sometimes. Like it's tempered steel. Like Ink Moth Nexus can just kill you. And right. the meek actually hits it. Like okay. it hits manland, which is pretty huge. And Glinthog and also, battle, which is not to be underrated. Yeah, I agree. Actually, like you, it, it's hard for you to kill that. Right. And right. also, like if they have tempered steel, the Zenith becomes more and more a viability when the meek just kills them outright. And don't forget about that bastard ass fucking steel overseer. <laughs> yeah. Seems oh, really man. terrible against Blacks and Zenith, yeah. Hmm. This just looks so foreign to me. That's <laughs> because you play limited, dog. <laughs> this is and Valakut. This is a limited deck right here. 
It looks like it. It looks like you just built it after a draft or two. <laughs> yeah. It's a binder pull deck. Yeah. What's the volition range for generally? <laughs> um, like against control decks, you don't want to um bring in more Jaces. Well, I don't have a Jace to bring in, but like you you don't want to like play the Jace War. You just want to or the the Planeswalker War. You just want to steal theirs, so they have to play another one in order to kill it. See what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it's it's better to do that or steal steal their threat. Like I know the top eight. I still still like Gideon. I was like, holy shit! I got the best card to my deck. <laughs> Yeah, that's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, man, I'm like trying to figure out what to play for fucking funky Valakut list. What the fuck do I want that for? I want a winning Valakut list, KYT. I don't think there's such a thing, This man. has fucking Llanowar Elves in it. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. Anyway, I'm trying to figure out what anyway. to <laughs> <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to figure out what to play for fucking game day. You know, it's not as prestigious. As uh, U.S. Nationals, it's pretty close, it's but pretty it's you know I mean it's close. I mean I have two, <laughs> right? So, you know I gotta protect those TCG player points, and uh, I'm just trying to think what to play. And KYT suggested this. I mean, you just won all of the United States tournament, so maybe I will. But I don't know, man. Like this just looks so confusing. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> My problem with decks like this too is like on paper you're like, man, look at all these answer cards you have. And then when I play them, I'm always like, dress you. Oh, nothing <laughs> happens. Good. Okay. <laughs> and then they're like, they play like some fucking Jobin will play fucking like Gaia's Revenge, and then like a and then like fucking I don't know, clone it. And you're just like. Oh, who does? <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, like, well, because it's game day, right? Like, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, this just—I don't know how much Cobblade I'm gonna see, right? Yeah. So I don't yeah. know how this is against not Cobblade, because it looks like your top eight was Cobblade, Cobblade, Pyromancer Edition, Cobblade, 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 Cobblade. Yep, exactly. That's what it was. <laughs> so, um, in the prelims, how much Cobblade did you play? I don't remember. Like. Such a long, such a long weekend. Like, but I know I, I never dropped never dropped a game to him. Like, always two owed him. So until the top eight, like, they start losing games. Right. But, uh, like, it's always just really good, really good for you. I play against Valka too, which I just pooped on. Like, uh, what else I play against? Probably the hardest matchup probably was like I guess a birthing pod deck. He was like Black Queen pod. Yeah. So what do you think is the most underrated strategy in Standard right now? Like, the best the best strategy that no one's playing? Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know Dungrove Elder deck, your favorite. Dungrove Elder, pow. <laughs> what a horrible card. <laughs> that card is so not bad. Come on now. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta play Monogreen. Does, it have, does like, it have yeah. Tramp? With only four of us, it's awesome. It doesn't even have fucking Trample, Jesse? No, oh, no. I, I think it'd be oh. ridiculous if it had trample. It'd that be card way good if it had trample. That card didn't even make it into my fucking silver. Oh my stick. god! Don't grow elder, then primal hunter. Draw like twenty cards. Except that never works. Except that you're gonna get stuck with a bunch of huge dudes that you're never gonna fucking be able to cast. That yeah, sounds you're just, great. What you're gonna do is you're just gonna draw twenty forests. <laughs> and then you're just gonna be like, oh. <laughs> also, I hate playing decks where you can't do anything. Like, 
You guys ever play like Ascension or anything? Like a game where you can't respond to your opponent? You just play Ascension? Ascension, yeah. yeah. You, you mean like the masturbation decks? Oh. The what? The masturbatory decks? Yeah. All you do is sit there and play <laughs> yeah. with yourself? Yeah. You just, like, that's all you do. Your opponent, you, like, your opponent does whatever they want. You just sit there, like looking like a retard. Like, okay. Play my dung groove, Elder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sheep versus Blur Twin. Oh, oh, I guess I'm dead. You can't do anything. You just look like you, you just look at it. Like, what does this do? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Game two. Game two. Game two. Game two. What do I bring like, in? I bring in fucking Gaia's Revenge in my mono green deck. Yeah. Gaia's Revenge. Turn. Ow. Turn. Turn six Gazer Range. Oh, he killed me turn four. All right. I I'm also I'm also playing Primeval Titans and like, but why? You only have four. I'm like, yeah, but they they work really well with my Dungro builders. Wow, pretty good though. A nice deck, Jesse. You also playing that? What's that? Fucking Hunter's Insight or whatever. Yeah. Uh, no, no. Accidentally. Yeah, I'll show you my Dungrove deck. I got oh that my one god, up. you actually have one? I was joking. No, it's, it's a really good deck. I think ah. KY, KYT, did you play it or you played against it or something? I can't remember. No, I just posted a list that I found. Uh, like, uh, there were two uh, Japanese PTQs and, like, it top Jap- it twice. Oh, and, right, right, right. Uh, and it's, now, like, very sketch. <laughs> list. Now, Ollie, you really need to look at that list and you need to remember that Jesse feels like the Arachnus Spinner is the next, is another oh Titan. God, it is another Titan. This is what people were trolling you about, and then some <laughs> people were like, some people were like, I agree, it is the next Titan. And it was just like, unfollow. No, dude, what happened? I was in a limited game <laughs> oh, the other fuck. day, and we had the spider deck going on in, uh, in M12. And so, uh, I can't remember the situation, but anyways, the dude drops a Grave Titan. I've got, like, a 2-2 flyer, and basically I hold off his Grave Titan the entire game with my spider and get in for lethal. Well, yeah, Fogs can do that, too. Like, fog? You, know what else? you can't fog you know what else? Guard, guard Gomazoa does that. This is limited, by <laughs> no. the way. It's the new this Titan. Is, this is limited. You're playing... Our- Fucking some bullshit web that costs three mana. You play no, pacifism. No. Okay. You play pacifism that costs no, three mana. Here's, here's the story. Here's the story. It doesn't stick. So yeah. I, I was at Card Kingdom <laughs> and Alex Bertoncini was there and he was killing F and M with a spider deck and so we were just like laughing and being like, "Are you kidding? You're playing fucking spiders and shit." And he was hella cool and gave us a list and uh, we played it against like all the tier one shit that weekend and went completely undefeated with it. The spider is really good. It has like pseudo haste. It blocks the titans. It stops tempered steel cold. Uh, right. It stops like any small... That's not a good thing. Blocking titans is not what you want to be doing. Cool. Block your <laughs> well, guy. Except... <laughs> you still got value for Yeah, like, holy fuck, dude. Like, Infernal, Infernal kills it. Primeval Frost kills titan you. kills Frost, it. Yeah, like, Sun Titan, you're just gonna die. Sun Titan would love to have you block it with the spinner. Grave Titan, sweet. You know what? That that deck's really good for when my wife plays, and then you're like, I cast the spider, and then she's like, Conceda! Runs away. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, what Titan doesn't block? Just Sun? Can't block uh, Grave. It just dies, right? Death Touch? Yeah. Inferno kills it. Fucking... Kills her, like, yeah, kills yeah. The spider is that high because you're like you fucking web some bitches, and then all you do is laugh at them when they lose. 
<laughs> it doesn't even have to be good. Well, that's, that's what oh, does, like, he made this deck to troll you, where he's like, somehow he beats you, and then you go to sh- like shake his hand to be good game, and he's like, what? You fucking, are you serious? How did you do this? Oh my god, I gotta take your picture and put it up on the internet. This, it, this is going on my wall of shame. In a, in a meta of uh, Sword of Feast and Famine, it's definitely not good. <laughs> oh my god, Jesse. You're awesome. <laughs> See, I think the key, the key to this story is that Jesse watched Alex, of course, you know, a well-known you know, uh, circuit grinder, tear up his FNM, okay, with the mono green deck. So I think it bears mentioning that, yeah, the mono green deck is FNM worthy. But yeah. that's about it? Yeah. I think okay. that's what I said, even, too. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll have to get a rewind or something. Yeah. yeah. And either that, or we're going to have to get Alex on the cast at some point to defend his, you know, terrible mono green deck. <laughs> no, no. He, no, he knows it's terrible. Otherwise, he would play it. Like, if, yeah. if he would. Like, there's no way. And Alex playing a like a rogue deck, that's that'd be the day. Fuck that. Never. He'll never do that. He plays <laughs> yeah. like the, the best deck for six months and then plays the next best deck for X amount of time. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like he was just like I just play fun decks at F and M, whatever, like he knows. Like he went on to top eight the next day using tempered steel. Yeah, exactly. Just fun. Yeah. So is is that deck like done? Like is that on the way out at this point? Tempered or... steel? Yeah. I think it's still a good deck. I mean, like, it's probably one of the best aggro decks, but I don't know. People just aren't playing, I guess. Yeah, it's like, it's weird. Who, who enjoys playing it, though? Like, I don't think anyone enjoys playing it. My 12-year-old so, likes playing it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but see, it still seems pretty powerful. Wait, do you what? have a child, or was that a joke? That was me. Oh. <laughs> <Jay>. <laughs> I thought it was all. No, it was me, man. <laughs> Wait, is it is it Ollie like O L L I E? Like no. you pronounce yeah. it like that? No, I know it's A L I. You pronounce it like Ollie? <laughs> well, it's like Muhammad Ali, man. Muhammad Ali. Eh? Muhammad Ali. I don't know he, if you could say that in 2011. You didn't read, you didn't read the, the um the title of the Nats article? You should have said. Oh, let me let me just let me go back to that. Yeah. There's an article. What site is it on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's on a wizard. Oh, this. Is, Jamie Wizards? Holy! Oh. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna show you this here. I'm gonna show it to you. Float like a sphinx, sting like Ali. Jay, just oh, all oh, all oh, that's man. funny. Yeah. Who wrote that for you? LSV? Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know who wrote that actually. LSV? Why? No. Holy fuck! Look at David Ochoa. He's actually showing emotion. He's in a frowny face. That's never happened. You his know what? Listen, still tucked I don't in understand why he's frowning. Terrible. He made the best arrangement that he possibly could make before you guys sat down when he shook and agreed to split the prize with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How much did you win? Four. Yeah, oh. they split each. It's five and three. So they, they split for four. That's yeah. pretty good. It's Maybe pretty I'll outstanding. Just... Is that isn't that like can't aren't you not supposed to do that? No, finals you're allowed to. You can for the finals. It's, it's legal. Uh-huh. But the issue is the, the issue. Yeah, the issue is you can't like um, the arrangement has to be made sort of like outside of whoever wins or loses. Mm-hmm. Like it can't be based on any sort of concessions or any of that jazz. Like it, yeah, that's the main issue. What do you mean? Like you have to say we're gonna split? You can't say like concede to me. No, you can't. 
That's correct. Nice. Yeah, because then it's bribery, right? Wait, so then, oh, so you guys decided to split, but then you have to play it out to find out a winner. Yeah, yeah, for the pro points and for the trophy, yeah. Uh, okay. Is that trophy awesome? It's, it's, uh, it's huge. <laughs> Is it heavy? Um, <laughs> Look at your monstrous hands. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like the guy beside you, I don't know who that is. That little, the little kid there with the shaggy, like like a young looking Steve Zahn. Oh, that's Brandon Nelson. Okay, so that Brandon Nelson, like Brad Nelson, yes, no relate, no, no. He's oh, a Minnesota he crowd. He's always oh, from Minnesota. Hey, go, hey, attack you for six, eh? Um. Anyway, <laughs> he's like hiding his hands. Because he's in in your shadow there. And then you have your giant Muhammad Ali mitts. And then David Ochoa with his like spindly Asian fingers there. And his sad face, which I've never seen him show any emotion ever. And then this must be Hai Bing Hoop. Yep. And that guy doesn't have regular Asian hands. But he's uh, smiling. Ochoa's probably like, I just lost to a terrorist. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> A, white, a white man won our U.S. Nats. Or non-white man, rather. Yeah, it begins here. Good thing it wasn't an error. How is Ochoa's personality in person? <laughs> like, he was actually pretty funny. Like, he was a very cool guy when I played him. I thought he would be, like, competitive. I mean, he's competitive, obviously, but, like, he, he, he joked. He said some things. Like, he was pretty cool. Like, uh, he played nice. uh, two, cob- like, two hawks and uh, said go. And he was like, Oh, oh, cancel search? And it was like, no, it's too late. He's like, okay, okay. So I draw a card, and I despise him. And the hawk is in his hand. And I'm like, oh, you sneaky. You're sneaky here. <laughs> yeah. It's just pretty funny, you know? Like, just stuff like that. Like, Yeah. I, you know, he seems like a cool, cool guy. I'd love to hang out with him more, but he's nice. pretty funny. So is there, is there anyone that's on, like, the Star City Tour that you really don't get along with at all in any way, shape, or form? Um, like every time you show up and they're there, you're like, ugh. I don't think, I don't think so. No, not really. Who do you, who's the worst person to play against? <laughs> to play against? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what are like the most either like just painful games to sit through, or like just boring or rude or something? Oh, like obnoxious. Just, just, anyone, yeah. Anyone yeah. that plays, anyone that plays really slow. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure, like, I'm not sure if I have a particular person. Just anyone that's like extremely slow or like I don't know I don't have like a particular person that I just like playing against that's really political it's too bad yeah it was really nice of you <laughs> to, to be yeah. political on our cast we appreciate I'm sorry. it <laughs> no like I don't know. everyone tells me I'm too nice I mean like there's no, no one really just like like originally uh, apparently there's some bad stigma or some like people just randomly hate Edgar for some reason not sure why but he seems like a legit guy. Like, some people just like, oh, how's he always winning? Or, you know, but, or, what, what, you know, what's wrong with him? Or, why can't he win his future matches? But, no, he seems like a, like a good guy. Like, I don't know. I think some people get, like, bad rep just for, I'm not sure why, just for winning. I have no idea. Yeah, people <laughs> like how I hold a grudge. Like, fuck you, you're so much better than me. Yeah. <laughs> how did you get haters then, Jesse? <laughs> I, that's a damn good question. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> that's... Jay should be able to answer it since he's like fucking leading the hate club. Right, yeah, he like started a hate podcast. Seriously, yeah. all about you too. Hey, I didn't start the hell it. out of you a couple I didn't episodes start it. ago. It was insane. I don't know if you listened to it. Did we? 
Yeah, you especially. You're like, yeah, fucking rogue deck builders and their eliteness. (laughs) And they're all like, oh, fucking hell. Every time you try to give them a suggestion about playing a card and they're all like not listening to you and telling you to fuck off and blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, it was pretty savage. That was about Ollie and not Smitty. (laughs) No, no, you specifically said, like, every time I try to talk to Jesse about his decks, he's like, no, but no, but no, but. Wow. Oh, yeah. Jake, mind no, blown. There's no hiding the raw truth. <laughs> wow. That was just an example that I was using because I'm allowed to talk about Jesse because it's political, right? I was doing. See again, it comes back to all. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? <laughs> what I do? That's that's the sound of Jay backpedaling faster than he can, you know, actually. Fix you know what? This. We don't have an editor on that podcast to do sweet rewinds, so I guess we'll never know. <laughs> no, oh, but no really, want to like go and download it to actually get the clip. Public either. enemies number seven or eight. Download <laughs> right. them both. It's not. Oh man! So Jay, what kind of decks do you play usually? Oh man, I just play whatever my friend fucking stupid <laughs> yeah. Cody builds. You told me you were playing That's... like Valak, like the, like the. Yeah, I played Valakut for like a long time. I don't even know when I switched that to. And then I played Boros for a long time, which yeah, I really enjoyed. Another like autopilot. What else do you play? <laughs> Boros isn't an autopilot. <laughs> oh, 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 what a like mono red. Like oh, you play as a matter of fact, they're... he was trying to build mono red. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god, you're like. But that's only that's only because for the last like pick two him, pick years. Him right now. That's only for like the last two years. It's just been Cobblade, and I was just sick of seeing Hawks and Cancels. Fucking mana leaks and shit, and spell pierces, and fucking swords, and fuck. And like, oh, I play Jace. Okay, well, fuck. And then like, okay, I play any other card ever, anything, even bad cards. And like, oh, cancel, cancel. Mana leak, Hawks with ten swords on them kill you. Oh, okay, round two. Whatever. What are you playing, Cobblade? Ah, oh, fuck. What are you playing? Oh, I'm playing Cobblade, but with like my own special variation. Oh, what is it? Oh, I do three mana leaks instead of four. <laughs> fuck. That's pro. See, that's pro. <laughs> fuck. That's like, that's like the best thing. Yeah, I don't know how I even choose my decks, but like, I used to be a Jesse, and then I started to play competitive <laughs> magic, and then I just couldn't do it anymore. I just don't have enough time in the day to come up with funny, unique. Uh... You know, you know really <laughs> annoying. From what I heard, you do have the time in the day. <laughs> oh, 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 oh man, touche! I might get a job tomorrow, so just shut nice, up. Nice, nice. <laughs> it's funny. I went to a camera turn. Was it was Cincy? I think it was Cincinnati. And uh, I'll say beside a- beside AJ, and uh, AJ was playing against this this kid. I can't remember his fucking name for some reason. I don't know. But he was like he was like drooling at the mouth, you know, like he was a mouth breather, like, like you know, you're probably gonna win this. And he's playing a obviously he's playing architect, like he's shuffling, he's like throwing birds, like architect. I'm like, okay, here it comes. He's gonna like you know talk to me. So I'm playing whatever, and he's like, oh god, guys, I made this deck myself. It's really good. He plays architect, then he plays throwing bird. I'm like, oh, throwing bird, what's that idea? He's like, oh god, it's so good. It proliferates when it attacks. I'm like, really? Is that what it does when it attacks? <laughs> <laughs> like, are you serious? Oh, like, yeah. It proliferates when it attacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like, afterwards, like, I started, I, tried, I started trolling him. I was like, oh god, dude, your deck is so sick. Let me see it. You know, it's like obviously like my deck with fucking spells guides. And I'm like, dude, you should talk to fucking Glenn Jones. Get like a, a deck tech. He's like right there. Wow. He, so 
What's funny is he beats he beats AJ with the deck, then he beats Drew Levin. And oh my next, god! And then the next day we're fucking I'm drafting and I play against him. Like thank God I'm gonna crush this guy's face. And he fucking beats me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he fucking beats me. Oh my it's like, god! Oh god! Oh Poor my Steely. god! That's the oh, my God. oh, at uh, least you like, I guess, did the right thing and eventually won nationals. But like, oh my God, that would <laughs> that was a nightmare. Awful. You know, the worst part is it's a really good thing you played blue black. Is if you were playing, you know, architect, you know, that guy totally would have been reading the uh, the coverage and being like, <laughs> oh, oh, you're oh. Right, copied my deck. I'm so good at this. <laughs> yeah, he came uh. up to me before and he was like. <laughs> He's like, nice deck. And I was like, yeah, I came up with it by myself. And then he just stole it. <laughs> Life isn't fair. I would have killed myself. Oh, well, apparently, he was, a, he was an opera singer and uh, um, a model, personal model. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Which age? I can't his name. AJ knows it. I can't his fucking name. I didn't care enough. I was like, whatever. <laughs> We're going to have to get AJ to tell that story next time he's on, too. Fucking Holy fuck, that's the best story ever. I can't Truly. believe you fucking lost in that game. <laughs> oh, also, EJ, like, talking to him, like, I thought he was, like, a latest jerk. Like, uh, because we, we talked to him, like, on Facebook or something. He, seemed, he just seems, like, pretty jerky. But in real life, like, he's pretty chill. Like, he's pretty easygoing, fun guy. So, I don't know. Just the way, I guess the way he, he uh, he talks on the internet. He just, this, is, like, this is AJ you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, outside, so, outside of magic. Do you guys So since I know you listen to our podcast very regularly, like all the time, oh. and I'm gonna completely <laughs> ignore the fact that you you know, that we had AJ on like two episodes ago for a good hour and a half of like solid AJ time. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. No, no, actually I didn't I, I skipped that one because AJ was on it. <laughs> But yeah, no, we I totally agree. We've got uh we've actually it was really nice that we got a lot of feedback on that about uh a lot of people changed their perspective on AJ after listening to him on our cast. Exactly. Like in real life like in real life he seems like a legit guy. He's a very fun guy. Like he he laughs, he talks. I mean like like he's a he's a human. Like yeah. he seems like a dick like online, but <laughs> actually he's actually actually not. So or is you're just nice all around? Um yeah, probably too nice, honestly. But yes. <laughs> Also, P.S., I'm glad that you're somewhat of a normal person making jokes and stuff. Because sometimes we have guests on here, and they're pretty good guests, but then they're they're also just magic nerds, and then you, like, try to make jokes with them, and they're like, uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, usually it takes me a while to, like, warm up and, like, come out or, like, just talk, you know what I'm saying? Usually I'm pretty quiet, but, uh, you know, we have the internet wall here, so it's pretty good. <laughs> like, we have this mask. I don't know. Is this the start yeah. of a beautiful relationship or something? Because I'm obviously. not single. Yes, but... obviously. You want? Are you single? No. <laughs> but we can video call this. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cheat. It's not cheating if we don't touch each other. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, it's, it's like bad porn. <laughs> so speaking of which, you've got um, you got your girlfriend into playing magic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So like. How did that come about? Like, did, is this just something that, like, did you meet through magic? Or were you guys just together and it was important to you and you just, you know, she was interested? Or, like, is it just some sort of sick thing that you guys do playing, like, strip EDH or something? Like, what, oh, that, what's that, the deal with fucking, that? Be, I'm, I'm going to do that tonight, actually. <laughs> I guess Mind Slaver's going back in the deck! <laughs> oh, no, uh, actually... 
when we uh when I dated her, I actually dropped magic. I was like, wow, this is fucking nerdy. I don't play magic, you know. So we started dating, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I, I want to get back into it. So I started playing, and uh, I was trying to like, you know, try to be cool about it. Like I don't want to tell her. <laughs> I'll like sneak off and play magic. <laughs> because she thought it was shitty or because you were afraid that no, she was, would leave you yeah i was afraid to be like oh what the fuck who am i dating this guy's a fucking retard right so then you but, like would you like buy a rice rocket instead and get a tattoo or something <laughs> a rice rocket yeah you know like you put a fart can on a civic and then it goes real fast oh no <laughs> no but no, i tricked we, my wife too how'd you get her <laughs> I, I, we started dating, and then I started playing Magic again. <laughs> exactly, I started too. Yeah, you got a hell of a trick on them. <laughs> <laughs> off. Can be like, oh, so what are your hobbies? Oh, I play Magic. Oh, what's that? Uh, it's a card where you cast uh, monsters. And... <laughs> the other day, one of my, like, ditzy friends came over with her husband and was like, Magic or Megan was telling um, them like you know I just come back from like a magic tournament whatever etc and so my friend Tara's like Jay I want to see some magic and I'm like uh well no you don't it's pretty boring yeah, exactly. and then she's like no like did you like win and I'm like yeah and then she's uh. like so like do you, <laughs> like what tricks do you do everybody else's tricks and like <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> like which is worse like yeah i did a pretty wicked card trick well show it to me and like uh no <laughs> i tap i turned all these cards sideways and then i put this one from and my hand onto the guy. table and he and just gave up <laughs> what's worse than asking ask, like what magic is like usually like you say Oh, Terry Smart or cool, dude. It's like it's like chess and poker together. Yeah, yeah. I say that all the time, all the time. That's my go-to. But it's man. not. It's like it's fucking a nerdy game. Like, and then they're like, so "Oh, you really?" Got, all you add on is you go, but it has a fantasy element. Yeah, it's like fucking D and D and God. No, no, because then no, they you... say like, then they say like, "Oh, is it like Japanese anime?" And then they add in their head, "You fucking creep, pervert." Yeah. <laughs> and then you're like, "No, it's like it's like dragons and, and monsters and magic spells." And then they're like, "Oh, it's like D and D theater." Like D and D, you fucking faggot. Like, God, like you <laughs> make you make chainmail in your basement too. Like is that your other hobby is is crafting. I think yeah, the only thing, honestly, what level is your craft? The only thing dorkier than D and D is actually like live like LARP. Like that, LARPing, yeah. Like I think that's probably the only thing dorkier than playing Dungeons and Dragons. It is, yeah. yeah, it is, yeah. LARPing is like the ultimate. Have you guys seen any of those documentaries on LARPing? They're actually extremely entertaining to watch. The only documentation that I've seen on LARPing is in the movie Role Models, and I yeah. nearly wet myself. Yeah. Even then, I was like, "What a fucking loser!" And I knew that it was for jokes. I was supposed to laugh at this guy, and I still was like. Man, like that guy needs to get his life together. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Something like, oh man, you start to, you know, you almost start to feel bad for Christopher Mintz-Plasse as it, as the like the actor as a human being because you're like, God damn, what kind of roles are they making you play? Yeah, like you couldn't it. fucking get a better one. And then like also, like the thing with LARPing too, like that they don't tell you is that when you're a child. LARPing is the coolest fucking thing ever. Um, like when you're 10 or 12 years old and you're like, 
you know, doing kid shit that you did. I guess, like, when I'm, like, 26, so that's different than today, because today you're just yelling at people over, like, like, Battlefield or, like, Black Ops online and calling them a faggot or something. So, pretend that you're a normal, well-adjusted child who doesn't only play video games all the time. Um, and you have a, a, like, you know, you swear when your mom's not around, but you don't, you know, when your parents are in the room with you, yell at somebody over Black Ops. You're walking through the park, and you see, like, these nerdy guys normally. They're tall, and they have cool beards and shit, like a mythical person from Lord of the Rings or something. And they're, like, beating the shit out of each other with, like, duct-taped-up foamy swords. And you're like, oh, my God, I want to do that. And then you go over there, and you start doing it. And then, like, what happens is you either never, ever do that again, and you remember it for the rest of your life. So yeah. I might be drawing on personal experience here. Or, I think you are, because I've noted what you're talking about. I've never wanted to do that. Up, like, you end up being one of those people that does it for the rest of your life, and then you grow up, and by the time you hit, like, 14 or 15, you're just the worst person on the planet. That never happened to you guys? Come on. No. No, I'm sorry. That's just you. No. Are still podcasting? Uh, like... I used to play with toys and shit, like, pretend, like, <laughs> this guy's, like, an alien or something, but fucking never, like, actually LARP. That's, that's, well, like, that's you, next level. Like, you didn't LARP when you knew it was LARPing, but you didn't ever, like, pretend to play swords with your friends and, like, hit them with sticks and shit? Maybe when I was, like, <laughs> trees, maybe, like, you know, nine? Six yeah. Like, not well, like, whatever, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, 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 so not, like, 16, <laughs> oh, like yeah. you're alluding not to. No, I said when you're, like, oh, okay. 10 or 12. Oh, that's okay. what I said. Too old, too old. You fuck you guys. Talk about magic or something now. God damn it. I still love you, maybe. Jesse? Yeah. Alex Alex was telling me that he was listening to our podcast. I think it was, uh, was it the week before? Like the week before when you talked about Mill? But <laughs> yeah, he tells me the week before that you said that Mill was never going to be a competitive strategy ever. <laughs> yeah. ever. And, then I, and then I go build a monstrosity. Yeah. That's all I got to say. I don't know. I don't know. Talking out my ass as usual. Who knew? I'm just going to shut my trap and do some work. So, oh, um, I like Mill. I don't know. This, like, this I showed you. Still tweaking some numbers, but it's really, really good. I've only missed placing in one out of five dailies that I've entered with it. Okay. You got to do the mill dance, though. <laughs> you think that seems like different, like two strategies in one, though. Like you have creatures too. Well, weird. it's only the creatures are only uh, defensive oh and like keep planeswalkers in check. And they also carry the sword of body and mind. Yeah. Yeah. Which but the, the Hedron Crab is like a 1 million percent necessary mill card. Oh, it's yeah. the best on the deck, yeah. Well, like, if I'm playing mill, like, I want to play, like, that new card. Like, I really want to play that new card. Like, the Which draw one? three. The... Oh, yeah, Visions of Beyond. That's in there yeah. for sure. The Ancestral the Recall. Looks insane, but I don't know. In it looks mill, insane. Yeah, Probably in mill, it's that. Ancestral Recall on turn, like, by turn three every game. So that that card only needs, like, it's draw three if there's, if a graveyard has Yeah, it sucks, in. yeah. Makes it, okay. makes it worse. So, have we seen the Treasure Hunt Zombie Infestation deck? Ew. Yeah, 4-4, four, four, whatever, 26, 46, 56. <laughs> yeah, something like that? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, pretty... like, I have to nominate... I wouldn't call that a deck. I wouldn't call that deck, though. It's like a pile of shit. Like, yeah. That's, 
I have to nominate. I have to nominate. Speaking of piles of shit, I have to nominate Chris Lansdale <laughs> for the best deck ever. Uh, name best deck name ever for like the worst deck on the planet. So he wants to try a white black <laughs> zombie infestation deck, but with with hawks in it for some reason. What? And like and like uh, elixir of immortality. <laughs> and he calls it Caw Brains. <laughs> And it's fucking awesome. But it's like Cobrins. Cobrins. Wow. Yeah. What it's the fucking fuck? wicked. I'd play that deck just based on the name. Fuck it. I'm just calling that. I'm just calling all my decks that. What are you <laughs> playing? I'm playing Cobrins. And then like turn one fucking Val could go. Oh, ridiculous. Oh, fucking, should we move on to shout-outs? <laughs> Probably. flushing ourselves down the toilet at this point. <laughs> oh, I got a few questions for Ollie. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you like the Ascension deck? You mentioned a bit about how it's like a Mastodoratory deck, but do you like it? Do you think it's viable? Have you played around it? Is it not your style of deck? Primation Ascension? Yeah. I mean, I played a deck a long time ago with, like, Quartz Made them. Uh... Then after that, I was like, on another place deck again. It just okay. seems like, I mean, it seems like a fun deck, but I don't know. Like, you have to, like, you need Ascension, otherwise your deck does nothing. Right, right, right. That's for sure. I don't know. Like, and also, like, pe- like I've lost before having Ascension online. And that's just the worst feeling. It's like, I got my combo out, and I'm not going to win. This is awkward. You know? <laughs> like, I hate yeah. that. Like, there's something like a quick combo, like, Scape Shift is sick, though. Like, it's a one-card combo. Like, you're ramping, and you play a card, and if it resolves, you win. Like, that's fucking sick. KYT is asking because he's working on, um, you know, tweaking Flores' old Pyromancer Mill deck because everyone seems to think that this is the weekend for Mill, and so he's he's asking to, you know, well, I'm asking for the nor- his... yeah the normal uh, Pyromancer. Um, well, the, the one that top paid was good, I assume, right? The guy that uh, North Carolina guy, uh, McLeod. Right, right, right. His deck seems pretty good. Top eight, try that. We'll start there. Okay. Have you like you think you've pushed Architect as far as it could be in in this particular metagame? Because I tried to push it, but um, I felt like I, I just couldn't make it beat like Valka decks that would just like kill all, everything that I had. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mind Valka. Like I like I pushed it really hard. Like Valka, I didn't mind playing. Um, Callblade wasn't like it was fifty fifty or maybe okay. less. I don't know. Like the Greaves are really sick. Like Greaves and Forge Master and Solemn. Like, those are really good. Like, I was testing that, but I don't know. The deck isn't, like, it's missing something. It's not all there, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a very fun deck, but, like, after Spellscot came out, it's good for you. Spellscot's really good for you. It's also really bad for you, too. Like, Tunnel Magnet just hurts you. And sometimes you just ramp and do nothing either, so. I love the deck, but I don't know if I can if I'll play it again. Okay. Kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going through a lot of deck ideas, because uh, my Canadian Nationals is in two weeks, so i uh, just figuring out what to play. Wait, I got a, I got a quick uh, little. Oh, if you play, tidbit. if you play Valkut, play Rights of Flourishing on the board. Ooh, that's mm. kind of tricky. <laughs> <laughs> instead of guy, instead of Geyser just go Rights of Flourishing turn three against Blue Black Control. Hmm, that sounds like a neat idea. <laughs> Dude, Ollie, so you say you don't like tacking with one ones, yet you built a deck built around a bunch of one threes and one ones. <laughs> I gotta call you out on that, brother. <laughs> Which deck? The architect deck. It doesn't attack though. It's just like they never attack. 
<laughs> very, very rarely. The, one, the proliferating bird does. Throwing bird, right? Yeah, but he does something awesome. <laughs> no, I just give you a hard time. No. So, sorry, KYT. No, I think I'm good. I'm done. Oh, okay, okay. Shall we move on to no, shoutouts, guys? No, one more, one more. Favorite card. Everyone's favorite card. Yeah. Your, your, your favorite card and your favorite deck you've ever made. Favorite card, definitely Time Warp, obviously. Like, I know Time Warp is better, but just Time Warp is definitely the most fun I've had. Favorite deck I've ever played? I have to say, like, Tooth and Nail got me into this whole thing. Like, I never had more fun. Like, that was the first deck I played where I was just fucking awesome. Tooth and Nail. Like, and you also had, like, Musiju, which was fucking sick, too. But definitely Tooth and Nail, I think. It's, it's the thing that got me into, like, this uh, combo big dork guys. Nice. So, Ollie wants to hear our favorite cards. <laughs> suck. Yeah, suck, suck and laugh at him. Oh, man. I swear to God, if he says it's Hawk, I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I, uh, I'll go first. I, I gotta go with, uh, like, Jason Mind Sculptor, or if that's, like, just the default <laughs> answer and we'll not just do something not, else. Not the best card, your favorite card. Okay. Um, well, that was my favorite card. But outside of that, I have to go with Cryptic Command. Oh, fun. Okay. Alright. I, <laughs> okay. I got more. F- well, I got favorite deck? more fun. Favorite deck? Uh, okay, so we'll go the other way on that. Um, my favorite deck is. Call Blade. No. Oh, God. No. No, no, no. No, my favorite deck um, is probably my Tenebi DH deck. I've played it more times than any other deck that I've ever played, and I keep tinkering with it a little bit here, a little bit there, but it's definitely the most, my favorite deck to play. Yeah, it's like your baby. Yep, it is my baby. Alright, KYT, you can go. Okay, my favorite card, obviously people really associate me with uh, playing Callblade a lot, but I guess my favorite card that's not necessarily the best card was uh, Bringer of the Black Dawn. Because it was probably the most roguish type 2 deck that I brought to regionals um, ever. Which was just like a bringer deck. <laughs> and it was just fun um, being able what to... What did you do again? What did the guy do again? Uh, you just could it just like tutor for any card at the, at the beginning of your turn. That's and it was like a 5-5 five, five trampler. So all you had to do if you accelerate to it was just like get counter spells and just beat for 5 and just counter and win. So... Uh, it was really cool. It was, like, it was a really greedy deck. It basically tried to get it out on turn three. I forget exactly how. You you do like, you try to kill Dama's Reach early with Chromoxes and shit on turn two. And then you'd, you'd be able to get five mana of a uh, different color on turn three. Play that guy. And, you know, he would beat most decks. But the problem with the format was Shrapnel Blast was in the in that format as well and you know it was the key reason why it wasn't like a, a tier one deck you just shrapnel blast him and, and then you just wasted all your exploration on your on your one card that yeah. you built your whole deck around but uh, it was a really fun card and the blue one was fun as well uh the blue bringer i think you draw two extra cards or something crazy like that yeah so, it's draw two stretch so the blue and black bringers were definitely awesome cards to, to actually put into play. And type 2, like, at regionals. And I think I, I went X and 2 and just missed uh, being queued for Nats uh, by one win. So it was pretty awesome. Sweet. 
Jesse. Oh man, I can't even decide on my favorite card. Okay, disclaimer. Benchvine, Benchvine. Well, disclaimer: I've only been playing since Shards Block. Uh, however. It's either between Vengevine, Windbrist Kites, yes. or Visions of Beyond. <laughs> because, I mean, Vengevine just sh- on sheer, like, love for green and how fucking awesome he was for a creature in green. But uh, <laughs> Visions of Beyond for being able to cast Ancestral Recall in Standard. It's just so ridiculously fun. And, like, I've only just started playing blue decks. In fact, like, I built the uh, Twin Pod list uh one of like the early variations of it and like that's when i realized how powerful blue was and i was having so much fun with like just like making that like to what it became and uh playing with blue cards finally and like fully understanding their power Uh, (laughs) i have to say like twin pot is probably my favorite deck um just because of the amount of effort and fun i had with it uh but yeah i can't choose if i just had to choose one card it's definitely got to be vengevine I've done some crazy shit with that card. It's a lot of fun. I feel like we're doing, like, Magic Anonymous right here. I know, dude. (laughs) (laughs) What are you addicted to? Yeah, I've got an addiction, that's for sure. (laughs) I I would safely say that we're all terribly addicted to this game. Otherwise, we wouldn't be sitting here at 1220 in the morning talking about Magic on Skype. Every fucking week. Every week. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my god. No, but Wimbrus Kites, man, I wish I was around during when that was a standard card, because holy shit, I'd be using that in every standard deck I had right now. Wouldn't it? Which It'd ones? probably even be good in Cobblade, wouldn't it? <laughs> not, a, not a four, I don't think, but you'd see more. No. Yeah, like a one of. Like, yeah. It depends, I guess, reinforcements too, so I don't know, maybe more. No, I don't know. Yeah, that's true. It was such a fun card, though, just, like, casting free spells hidden under your land. Like, how oh, cool yeah. is that? They need to do more lands like that. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with green-white tokens when it was about... I never really got into the black-white ones, because I didn't really have uh, better blossoms. <laughs> well, that's oh, well, But, but black- yeah, gr- green-white tokens I had so much fun with. Black-white tokens wasn't awful. I'm talking about the black hideaway land was awful. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm just talking about the tokens yeah, in general. Yeah, never worked. Green one in EDH is good, especially when you search it up with Prime Titan. Yeah, the black one is like, if you're losing, you may cast this card. <laughs> no, or, or if you lost. Like, if you lost the game, you can cast this card. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Jace, so what's your, what's your favorite card ever? Start there. Uh, my favorite <laughs> card ever. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't know. Fucking. Let's see. Um. Step links. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to say. One with nothing. What? One, one with nothing. That's what your decks do, anyways, right? You don't, don't do anything. Oh, yeah. One with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have to say, like, my favorite card is probably. I'm sure I've, like, said this before on the cast. So somebody just rewind and find it. Because I can't, I can't think of it right now. Like Valakut, I guess. I don't know. Hey, like, hey, fucking... hey! Smartass. Prime We've been gone for two weeks. Stop fucking phoning <laughs> it in and answer the question. Uh, all right. Well, what are my favorite fucking magic? Oh no, it's easily consecrated Sphinx. Never mind. That card's fucking top dog. And and don't ever mouth off to me like that again, or else I'm going to take your dink and pull it over your head. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you come here? <laughs> come here and say that. I know you're tired and shit. Come here. And I know. Say that. I know you're fucking. You got a kid. You got to raise, and I'll just make sure you never have another one. 
Jay's slowly coming out of the closet. He wants your ding. <laughs> I know. I know. Slowly but surely. It has to be probably, for some reason, Horizon Spellborn. Yes! There it is. <laughs> Boom. In Valakut, specifically. In, in specifically Valakut. If it's not in Valakut, then it's a piece of shit. But... What about Fastwood Forger? You know? Like oh. What's that? It's the big penis thing, you know? The green one? The big green penis. That's my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just saying, it's, it's okay if you want to come out, man. Follow, follow okay. All right. <laughs> I'm super G bomb. Uh, sorry, Bank. <laughs> <laughs> so deck. Oh, favorite deck. It has to be one of my local—not local, but like local Canadian friendly <laughs> deck builders. Deck versions of the Valica. That thing just couldn't win a game, and uh, that's what I really enjoy. So. Um, you know, check out Nina's blog. It's, I don't know, something. It's on the internet. It's got a lot of readers and, uh, Valakut. It's gotta be my favorite deck ever. It has to be Valakut that loses. Losey Valakut, they call it. <laughs> what the fuck? Whoa. <laughs> Jay's Wait. off his rocker. What are you doing for two weeks? <laughs> yeah. Pan and cooking my brain, man. I just been like, it was like thirty five degrees, which is like what, like a a million, million to you degrees guys? for yeah. you guys. And there was not a cloud in the sky, and we also didn't have any water because we lived in the country. So when we went to town, instead of buying water, we just bought flats of booze. And then nice. I, I got to go on a fucking jet ski, and it was wicked. Jet skis are so <laughs> much fun. Oh my oh, god, yeah. I got. The one that I had went a hundred kilometers an hour, and I don't know. Is that that's... what is that eighty or sixty? Oh, 65 60. or something. Yeah, yeah. Like that? they all go about sixty. Yeah, but like the last time I was on an, on a fucking jet ski was when it was like when purple was cool. <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't go a hundred back then, and fuck yeah. man, it was awesome. So yeah, so sorry if my brain is just a little laggy. I've also yeah. only been playing Magic for like two years. Like my favorite deck is like probably I don't know if it's not Losey Cut, it's got to be uh, Cross Control. There, there's a shout out for that fucking loser. That's <laughs> trolling me hard, dude. Your home is trolling me harder than you do. He trolls everyone, though. Yeah, but uh, cr- Cross Control is Grixis, right? I forget. No, it's no, it's generally red, blue red. Blue. red. Yeah. Oh, blue red. Okay. Yeah. Hey, uh, Ali, I gotta ask you, um, why are you not on Twitter? I don't know. That's how they track him. I feel like... (laughs) Isn't Facebook the same thing as Twitter? No. No. Not not even remotely. And actually, actually, your statement at such illustrates your ignorance of the point. I'm sorry. sorry. (laughs) Like, Twitter Twitter is is so much more... uh, I thought it was just, like, status. Like, it's update status. Like, I'm going to get a drink. I'm peeing. Um, it's like yeah. it's like a live chat room of like everyone in Magic always talking about Magic all the time, all day, and then also there's some dick jokes sometimes, <laughs> and occa- occasionally nudie pictures. But you have to follow Tyler Dirt, like 4chan. No, not like underage rapists. <laughs> Although, uh, but if you're wanna... into that sort of thing, we're not going to judge you. Well, obviously. 
Just because you've been on like doing drugs and drinking since you won U.S. Nats to celebrate doesn't mean that you, you know, can come on here and (laughs) blast your blaspheming all over the place. Okay, (laughs) we have standards on the A team. We have standards. Fuck sakes. I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) Hella standards. Oh man. Maybe I'll try it. I don't know. We'll see. Be like. Scott forced me to get Twitter. Damn yeah. right. Make that your Twitter name. <laughs> Scott, Scott forced me. Scott forced me. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds dirty. That's, that's, that's really awkward. I was all proud of this until just then. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. Like the community really has kind of come into its own on Twitter, and we've met a lot of really awesome people. Um, you know, through it. And continue to meet new people every day. So it's uh, it's really really cool. The only reason I think we're even remotely known is because of Twitter and yeah. like how we just got such a quick fan base off of it so fast. Yeah, yeah. and it's just like the fact that you can um, like there's so many people on there, uh, and you can just talk to them like it's instant. It's not like Facebook. Uh, yeah. Like it just it's it's just really good for for like making all those pros that we talked about earlier. Uh, it's just really it's a really easy way to talk to them, which is a just really awesome, right? If you couldn't talk to them and stuff, then it was like, like then it's just stupid and boring. Like it would be, uh, and yeah. it wouldn't explode like it is now. But because you can, I can talk to you, and then I can also just talk to like some guy about his deck, and then I can also you know talk about drafting with these other people over here, and then I can talk to. Chapin about something, and then I can talk to you about your Nats win. Like it's just, it, it makes it just better that way. So you should get on there so we can send you dick pictures or something. Oh yeah, that's what I want. <laughs> we only, only if they're black and big, though. Otherwise, don't get, don't talk to me. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so it's really funny because um, one of the guys that uh, speaking of uh, big black dicks, um, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen my hands? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is this is a guy that actually um, works with me. Okay, some of you know him. Like he was at uh, GP uh, Toronto. So I'm just going to put it into the chat window, and I'm not going to be responsible for sharing this. But if you actually do a Google Images search for this guy, <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> this How? is how. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. We have have to send this to scottforcedme at (laughs) twitter.com. So, yeah. So, so for those of you out there. um, (laughs) You're such an asshole. So, Adam Dexter is is a it's a good good buddy of ours, you know. Met him at the GP <laughs> at the TCG Toronto. Um, wow. Yeah, so he's working uh, with me now. Oh, we're gonna was, get in trouble for this one. It was really funny <laughs> because when like I was, Gary Dan's kids are gonna listen and like search this now. <laughs> he's a good safe. player. He's a good player. Yeah. Yeah, like like he's like the best player, Adam Dexter. He's black and he's. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, he he. Uh, when I when I was interviewing him, you know, I had to do. Uh, you got to Google everybody that you interview, right? So of course I do this Google search on him, and this comes up because I never have my safe search on. Because what the fuck do you use Google for otherwise? And um, you know, except to find out stuff like you know that Urban Dictionary doesn't know about, like rule. What's the rule on the internet? Rule. 68 or something. Anyways, Jack would know. Um, 
casinos, all that random shit. The rule where there's always a uh, porn version of whatever it is that you search. If yeah, you know, yeah. Rule 34. Sure. 34, right? Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, so I do this this lookup on him, and I'm like, okay, well, let's see what the internet has to say about Adam Dexter. And bam, there's the wedding. It was really funny. <laughs> oh, God. So. Oh, God. That's hilarious. What right, a segue. So sh- Speaking of big black dicks, let's get a shout-out going. <laughs> Shout-outs, then? <laughs> Yowza. So, uh, Ollie, is there anyone that you'd like to thank for, you know, or say say hello to, shout-out to, uh, share some love with people that are listening? Um, sure. Um, I'd like to thank Brad and Brad Shepard and Winners, John Winners, for uh, giving me that blue black deck. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that. Um... <laughs> Suar- just Jonathan Suarez, he's a specialty buyer for being the voice of reason and telling me to stop playing bad decks. Just <laughs> <Yeah>. some <laughs> um, Parnell for actually testing my bad decks. Like, he actually, he'll sometimes test for me when I can't test. That's very awesome. Thank you, Justin. Um, Stefan, for being my secret boyfriend. Uh, I love you, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, uh, <laughs> it's not a secret anymore. <laughs> and uh, Faith Tysinger for being uh, an awesome girlfriend, like letting me, uh, <clears throat> like letting me go play, not caring, you know, girlfriend cheering me plug. on. That's fucking awesome. Oh no, it's awesome. And, like she actually like cheers me on, like when other people don't like. Yeah, no, also, absolutely. We have this thing. We just uh, every time we mention our wives or girlfriends, it's it's a girlfriend or wife plug. Yep. <laughs> uh, um, I guess uh, this podcast, guys. Thanks for having me on. I've been ha- had a good time. Enjoyed it. You guys are all awesome people. And uh, thanks the fans too. I mean, without you guys, I probably wouldn't be, you know, out out playing every day. I really, I really enjoy that. So thanks, everybody. I appreciate that. Thank you. Well, I think that uh, it's safe to say that we're all going to be rooting for you. You know, you're uh, you're definitely the the crowd favorite here, and you know, leading the U.S. national team. Uh, you know, uh, at Worlds, of course, uh, three of us will be. You know, you're the second favorite. You know, because we got to root for the home team. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Know? But you know, other than that, you can whip the piss out of all those you know Japanese <laughs> players like all day. Just awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thanks. Yeah. So you're like <laughs> second second on the list. But um, but yeah, I feel, awesome, I feel honored. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, awesome to have you on. Like I know we've been we've been trying to get this together for a while, and yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that uh, that we were able to pull it together. And you know, we really do appreciate. Uh, you giving us the the first exclusive on it, so that's uh that's pretty awesome. I know there's a lot of other podcasts out there, so you know we are the honored ones to have you on. So that's pretty <laughs> cool. I, I really enjoyed this too. Like maybe come back next time in the future, but yeah. this, has been, this has been a time I've, I've enjoyed this seriously. Well, we would love we'd love it anytime you've uh you you want a soapbox, man. Let us know. All right, awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah for sure. If you want to just uh, rant and rave about some guy that's biting your deck, like feel free. We'd love to uh, let you flame the awesome. shit out of him. I'll some sexy mouth breathing. Just make sure next time you get names, so that way we can, we can get out there. But uh, yeah, we we've got uh, quite the following apparently. So we hear and and whenever uh, somebody deserves a trolling or a flaming, uh, they certainly get it. Oh, keep that in mind. Yeah. So it's it's pretty legit. But uh yeah, so I'll just uh give a quick shout out then to uh folks over at uh MTG Brainstorm. Uh they had me on there uh uh last week to talk about some of my decks and stuff, so that's cool. 
should give their cast a listen. Uh, shout out to Lansdell, even though he made up like the most terrible deck name ever. Uh, well, <laughs> no, the, the name's fine. The deck's probably terrible. Yeah. Um, so shout out to him. He'll be coming down, uh, you know, in the next couple of weeks as well for Nats. So he'll be uh, staying here at uh, La Casa. So um, that'll be cool. Hopefully he's uh, not as creepy as his Facebook picture. <laughs> no, he's a dirty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I hear. So I hear. Uh, so that's cool. Shout out to Ollie, obviously, for coming. Shout out to Jay for coming back. Uh, sh- shout out to Megan for letting you come back. Yeah. Yeah, wife plug. <laughs> um, I'm sure I'll have something in a minute, but uh, I'll get to it later. So who's I'll- next? I'll, I'll take I'll take the helm. So a uh, couple shout outs. I don't remember if I ever shout out shouted out to Andrew Strauss uh, <clears throat> from when I met him at uh, Card Kingdom and stuff. Uh, I think I might have, but if I forgot, I feel terrible. So anyway, shout out again if I didn't. But um, also shout out to people who've been rocking the the Mill Blade. Um, Dwayne St. Arnold, who has been uh, rocking it, helping me out with some ideas, made some improvements. Uh, and then, uh, God, I'm going to totally, totally butcher his last name. Um, but uh, t- I'm just going to call him Tony P because I'm not going to butcher his last name. But he's been awesome. Uh, we've been talking for a while now since uh, Twin Blade was going on. He rocked the deck and he bombed out and didn't get pissed at me and he's still talking to me. So that's good. <laughs> but he's been rocking the uh, Mill Blade too. Um, and him and his daughter uh, listen to our podcast. Uh, KYT, you might know how to say his last name, but no. Um, no. <laughs> he was like, hell no, but you know who I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but him and his daughter listen to our podcast. Paglioco? Paglioco, maybe? Paglioco, Paglioso, something like that, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so shout out to Mariah, his daughter, too. She's a fan. She's got the KYT crush. Oh, <laughs> she's going to hate me for that one. And is, so... is she over 14? No. <laughs> and she listens to our podcast? What? Yeah. She that's does. that's terrible. I don't well, let my son listen to our podcast. Teen. <laughs> she's not as young as your son, so. But it, yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, our wow. dirty she is heard, which is I, I'm like, oh, thanks for telling me, Tony. <laughs> Feels super awkward now. You know, it's really bad. You remember when you talked about that? You know, playing yeah, 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 card yeah, being better than DPing about. two chicks. Like that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> However, we do put a disclaimer at the beginning of the podcast. I was just going to see. But anyways, yeah, so shout out to them. uh, And, you know, uh, shout out to you, Ollie, for joining us, man. It was a good time. Definitely have you back on sometime. And, uh, yeah, I'll pass it on to KYT. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just jump in real quick. I remember, I can't, you know, I mean, there's no wonder that I forgot. But, like, shout out to Jerry. Four. <laughs> back to backing the Star City yeah, events. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Hey, that was pretty sick. Yeah. Finally. I know. I know. You Fuck. Though, huh? On the tip of your tongue. Yeah, I should have remembered that. But uh, yeah, and you know what? Random shout out to uh, Joey Pasco, Young TG Tops, yeah. and uh, and Big Head that Joe. Poacher. By the way, I still owe Joey Pasco three packs from a little uh, football bet we had. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's actually funny because uh and and Ollie can can can, can uh, verify this, but I know that you know Big Head Joe and Joey were trying to get him on the podcast this morning. But you see, I know better because he likes to sleep in a little. Yes. <laughs> and recording in the morning probably wasn't going to jive for him. No. <laughs> um 
I saw, I, like, but I, I'll, I'll be honest, it's honest time. Nice. I, I told him um, <laughs> I slept in. Actually, I rolled over and saw it, and I was like, yeah, no, I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll, do it, I'll do it later. It's, it's fine. Well, it was funny because Joey and I were talking about it, and he was just like, yeah, we got to, you know, if we get Ollie on, we got to make sure we're not, you know, we're not going to do too much crossover for content. So, you know, I sent him our list of stuff we wanted to talk about. And he's like, yeah, I had a lot of the same stuff, but, you know, we'll see. He messages me later, and he's like, yeah, don't worry. You know, we couldn't get him, so we'll get him next time. I'm like, oh, great. I'm like, that saves me from making Kyle edit this and put it up on Thursday. (laughs) 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 Because they come out every Friday, right? So, anyways, yeah, that's pretty good. Funny, yeah. We uh, we really appreciate like uh, we really appreciate it when you guys give us first crack. You know, you as as guests. You know, when when you pop your podcasting cherry with us. <laughs> you know, we we really do appreciate it. We do call you the next day. You know, so it's it's kind of nice. <laughs> oh, it's been fun. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed this. Nice. All right, Jay or KYT. KYT. Sorry for interrupting. Take it away. Okay, of course, Ollie. Thank you so much for for taking your time. Like, it's really cool when we get like uh, someone that's either getting known or, or a known MTGA uh, person, uh, player, I guess, uh, on this cast. And uh, it was great. It sounded like you felt right at home, like swearing with us. So <laughs> it was it was great to have you on, Jay. Uh, totally miss you, brother. And uh, you totally killed it this cast yeah <laughs> they're gonna come back and they'd be like frank who <laughs> scott I'll, i'm gonna boycott that episode just because that guy was on it hey <laughs> <laughs> well scott for getting us uh this guest in the first place jesse for uh getting me uh to you know brew again and this time not with architect but uh working on pyro mill and uh your boy. Shoutouts to Alex Hayne and anybody, uh, Nick LeBlanc, Joey Smith, Justin Richardson, all these people that are helping me test for Canadian Nats. And uh, hopefully I'll get there and I'll, I'll see you, Ollie, <laughs> at Worlds. Awesome, man. Look forward to it. Yeah. But I might be beating you, but it's okay. <laughs> no, just play Architect. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And now, if you're shoutouts to Tony P, who's also been talking to me and, uh, you know, gave me his thoughts on the mill list and and he has some sick connections too so yeah he does so uh definitely thanks to him and i guess i'm happy i have a secret admirer (laughs) (laughs) mariah even though she's not legal (laughs) okay take it away jay uh, sure, yeah. I just wanted to give a quick shout-out to my wife and my wife in-laws. And wife vlog. Um, I had a great time in BC, and I needed to relax, and it was great to relax. And um, I wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Dr. Jeebus and Tangent for um, putting Chris Lansdale on our show instead of me uh, so that he'll shut up about it. And... Uh, <laughs> Shout out to Chris for filling in for me and giving me the awesome name of Cobrains, which, like I said, like I'm playing Valakit Cobrains now. Um, shout out to Ollie uh, for coming on and, and being awesome. Sometimes you never know when you're trying to get guests on and stuff, so uh, I'm glad that you came on because it was really fun. Yeah, we don't let them all stay to the end. Like Sometimes we do kick them out of bed for eating crumbs. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so thanks for being a considerate lover. 
Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I cuddle afterwards. Don't worry. Nice. Right on. But only long enough that I enjoy it. Other than right, that, right. I don't, I don't want you sticking I'm, around. And, I don't want not, it to get too creepy get afterwards. Yeah, that's not yeah. like I don't want to be there when you get the reboner. Yeah, that's, that's too much. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. Yeah, I want. I want to fall asleep. And I, I like sometimes that white noise, mouth breather sound. Oh, sometimes yeah. it just puts me right to sleep. <laughs> um, I wanted to give a big shout out to sharks. Because it's Shark Week. Shark Week! And uh, shark week. fucking sharks are awesome. Uh, quasars. Quasars? Lasars. Sharks oh, with lasers. Sharks with fucking freaking lasers on <laughs> their heads. Lasers. Um, yeah, sharks are awesome. So that's. Well, wait, on that note, real quick, on the, I was watching the Discovery Channel the other day, and they had on, like, Birds of Paradise. Dude, those fucking birds are incredible. <laughs> I just I learned that Tom Martell's Twitter avatar is a bird of paradise. I had no idea. Yeah, that. you didn't know that? No, but I learned Did you it. not fucking listen to the episode that he was on the cast where he goes <laughs> through and explains that that's exactly what his Twitter avatar was? <laughs> I like, really do? Really? I re- I actually missed that. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, okay, sorry, Jay. Continue. It's all good. Yeah, so shout out to sharks because they're sweet. Um, we also saw like a thousand bald eagles uh, when we were in BC, so that was pretty sweet. So shout out to like just nature because it's pretty awesome. It's also really scary. So maybe anti shout out as well. Uh, who else? Let's check out fucking Twitter. Oh, I have to shout out Rob, who is Necromancer on, um, <laughs> on fucking <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> oh my god! Okay, okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> Allie, or Ollie's being funny. Okay, so, so Ollie just put, uh, a picture into, uh, into our chat window here, and it's totally going in the show notes. I think we've got to keep that in the show notes for sure. <laughs> Anyways, so you guys will see it. When that you thing open. always keeps me down. I get so close. That's <laughs> really good. You really oh. should just make this oh, your That's avatar. so good. So anyway, sorry, I have to... I have to give a big shout out to Rob uh, Necromancer on Twitter, because every time I'm in BC, my in-laws um, have computer problems. And I always have to ask him to fix them, and he's generally pretty good at it. And then, uh, what else? Shout out to fucking KYT. Because <laughs> his Twitter avatar just makes him look so cute. <laughs> yeah, and shout out to Amanda for watching our cats when we were gone in BC. There you go. Those are my shout outs. Who else has shout outs? Anyone? I think you were last, right? Wicked. Excellent. All right. Well, that concludes episode forty-eight. Wow. Of the is it forty-eight? Podcast. Is it forty-nine? Yeah. No, no, no. So that's forty-eight. So next week we'll have episode forty-nine. Uh, may just be a, uh, a return to us. Um, we'll see how it goes. Episode fifty is coming, and we clearly are going to do something epic and you know awe-inspiring for episode fifty. Um, I feel like that's going well. That actually, that episode's going to come really close to Canadian Nats in terms of our regular recording schedule. So we're going to have to figure out what we're going to do. It's going to be something monstrous, though, whatever it is we do in true A team style. So if there's anyone in particular that you want to hear from, that you want to see on the cast, or, you know, something that, uh, that you guys want, comment, tell us, let us know. So that, uh, you know, because ultimately, 
you know, we're not exactly here for you. We like to just kind of listen to what you guys say and do some of it, but uh, we're not going to make any promises. So, because, you know, at the end of the day, it's our cast, and you listen because <laughs> that's how it is. <laughs> right? Like, like, don't they just listen to us oh, because shit. we are the A-team? Like, that, yeah. that's it, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but we don't have shit. points, so we're not douches yet. Right, right, exactly. exactly. <laughs> soon, soon. I mean, me and me and KYT and Scott have two TCG player pro points. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Jess doesn't have any, but we have two. So yeah. <laughs> Jesse keeps us humble. Yeah. He's like we're like the the tenders to his. Like he's like our special ed exercise. <laughs> you know, okay, Jesse, take out your circle of paper and write down your new card idea. With your safety uh, crayon. <laughs> you almost, mill, mill blade. <laughs> you almost did want the TCG. It's because I convinced you not to play loser cut. <laughs> That's my favorite deck. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right, guys. All right, thanks guys. so much. We'll check yep. you next week. Take it easy. Caw-caw. All right, later. Caw-caw.